big show here tonight. We're going to be doing a Kung Twofer. <laughs> That's right. We're not only going to be talking about the Marvel series hit, Iron Fist, but we're also going to be talking about that new franchise getting put out there in the movie universe, the Power Rangers. What do we think of these two fighting properties? Well, you better tune in and find out on a very fight-tastic edition of <laughs> the Review Review. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small-town dudes give your big, dumb opinions. I'm... Short of the Max Extreme. I'm JG3, guys. And at that header, you heard. JG said we are going... I didn't even know where you were going. <laughs> said we are going over both Power Rangers and Iron Fist in a Kung Twofer Mega episode. Yeah. It's going to be something else. Batten down the hatches. That is right. Get ready, everybody. That's all of that is going top of the hour. <laughs> Believe it or not, we still have more stuff to do before that. Uh, in preparation of that, we... Uh, <clears throat> I forgot where I was going with this already, and I just started the sentence. You are going to talk about the beer, I'm guessing? Sure. Uh, we're <laughs> drinking Revolution uh, Brewery Fist City Chicago Pale Ale. Yeah. In prep for Iron Fist Talk. Yeah. Thought it was only appropriate. See Danger. Spotted it right out of the corner of her eye. She's like, she was scanning the aisles for that's it. That's right. Her pregnant ass just looking for booze. <laughs> uh, she's going to have such a debaucherous evening sometime once that kid's out of her. Oh my God, is she? Oh, she's man. She's only told me things that will just horrify a you're gonna, person. You're going to have to babysit two people that night. <laughs> it's only fair, probably. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Revolution Brewing, they do it, uh, a lot of stuff, actually. They actually have a new drink coming out for Comic-Con, or C2E2, rather, this yeah. year. Again, another one. Because they did that, uh, I think a couple years ago, they also had just a C2E2 brew. Ooh. They specially did. So they're doing another one. I don't remember what it was called, but Revolution Brewery, if you're down for sponsorships, we would take one. <laughs> we would gladly enjoy it. <laughs> we will gladly hawk you out to the 13 people that probably listen to this. That's right. Fist City, made with a few different kinds of hops. Definitely a hoppy beer. More than we are probably more used hoppier to. hoppier than, yeah, we're used to. It's crisp, though. Crisp? Crisp? It's crisp. Hot, hit that P. <clears throat> that hard P. Get a hot P. <laughs> Get a hot P in there. <clears throat> um, may I put out to you, JT, that this yeah. week felt like the most homework I've ever had to do for an episode. <laughs> Yeah. You know what that means? <laughs> yeah. Is this is this, is this going to be like a spoiler for the review? No, 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 no. It just, not a spoiler. Just like... We did watch a lot of shit for preparation for this. I thought it would be easy, and I was watching it even when you showed up. Yeah. Still, trying mm -hmm. to finish. Yeah. Oh, it was so hard. <laughs> it just the time it took. But enough of that shit. <laughs> That's for later shit. <laughs> 
Let's get into the news of the week. I kind of cut down the news a little bit today, JT, because we've got a lot to talk okay. about. Okay. A lot of heavy stuff, JT. There's tr- heavy amount of trailers. Yeah. Coming lots up. of trailers. Two. It's like a double main event that we're doing. Yeah. Like a, yeah. It's like a triple main event with consider the trailers. Oh my God. My God. Why are we wasting time talking about this? What are we doing? <laughs> Let's get into it. Pepper Potts, JT. Yeah. One of your favorite characters that has been absent from the Marvel slate of films as of late. Does she still have superpowers? Who knows? <laughs> I think that was even resolved in the in Iron Man 3, wasn't it? Like at the end, like, oh, we fixed you. Oh, okay. I don't remember if they did or not. <laughs> <clears throat> but she is actually rumored to be in Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh. Take that with a grain of salt and pepper. Pots. Oh! Just came up with that just now. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, it worked. Um, so, possibly see her? Don't know. Because I have heard, also, that they will not be an RDJ Aunt May romance. Quotes. RDJ's not going to be hitting on Aunt May in this movie. Okay. We'll see if any of those things are true come 7717. I did... I... Developed when I saw the trailer for Spider-Man. Spoiler for tra- trailers coming up. Oh, yes. But uh, when I saw it, I did develop a theory. Might be one of my crackpot ones, but it's one that I actually kind of like. We should get a theme song for JT's crackpot theories. It might actually... It might, it's so good that I'm afraid they might steal it, or it might actually be something that they are doing. Okay. Well, I doubt they'd steal it, because it's filmed. I know. <laughs> but go on. Or do you want me to say now? Or do you want to wait? Oh yeah, well, let's wait. Let's wait. Okay. Um, more on Spider-Man though. I also heard that it's rumored that she would be in the movie because Sony is flipping the bill for this movie, yeah. not Marvel. Yeah. And so they're paying out to get Pepper Potts, which apparently she hasn't been in it because she upped her salary for her appearances. Oh shit! <clears throat> because her contract was up at three Iron Man three. Yeah. But if she wanted any other future appearances, it'd be like, well. Hash it out in the boardrooms, you know? Apparently, too high of a price tag. But with Sony doing it, I guess they're, they want to... They're a, dumb. <laughs> yeah, I guess. They want to make a, have a hit on their hands. Especially with uh, other news that I've heard about Sony and Spider-Man this month, this week, too. Mm. You want to get into that later? Or right now? Sure, I, whatever you prefer. Yeah, let's go into it right now. Okay. <clears throat> Did you hear about it? I don't know. It depends if, what you say. Well, it's a rumor... But I guess uh, word is getting around that Sony's getting so high on their horse about Spider-Man that there's word that they're going to take Spider-Man back after oh, the Homecoming yeah. sequel. I did hear that. Because they're doing all their dumb Venom movie and now they're doing that uh, Black Cat. Yeah. So they're like, oh, well, I think we can do Spider-Man now. <laughs> See, I heard, I did hear that, but I... I must have not read that it was this Homecoming sequel, because I read it was Homecoming, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, because he's got to be contracted to do, I think, five pictures, Yeah, he's done Civil War, Homecoming, he's in the Infinity War movie, and then he's got another sequel. The two Infinity War movies. Right, so that's five. Yeah. So, like, I'm thinking by then, though, he's going to be done. You would think Tom Holland, right? Probably. Unless he... I mean, Spider-Man's done. Infinity War is well in its filming already. Yeah. So those two movies are done. 
He really only really has to go into filming the second Spider-Man sequel. Holy shit. He's done a lot since yeah. he's just been in that little part in Civil War. Hey. Good for you, Tommy Holland. Do it. So, I don't know. Get that cash while you're hot, Tom. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. I don't think... Uh, I don't think Sony's thing is going to work. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> he said quite confidently. Yeah. Other than Spider-Man, nobody cares about anybody else. Even a Venom movie, if they don't... Which I also heard that they're shooting for an R rating for Venom. Did you of see that? Of course they too? are. Of course. <clears throat> so they're not going to... Well, maybe Sony would, but I don't see how they would make any money for a rated R Spider-Man movie with Spider-Man in it. It limits your audience. You won't get any kids seeing it. No one will know that it's a Spider-Man movie. Because it's going to be, oh, Venom? All right. Well, he was in Spider-Man. Well, was Spider-Man in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Sounds like a sure thing. Uh, well, you think about it. Like, there's there's a probably a good share of audience out there that is not studied up on where characters belong. And I bet there's like certain people that are like, "Why isn't Wolverine in the Oh yeah, in the I know Avengers?" Like, I know there's, there's yeah, there's a good share of people like that. So yeah. you give them a Venom movie, there's gonna probably be like just a small dosage of people that are like, "Oh yeah, from Spider Man." I remember him from Spider-Man 3. It's the same one, right? Yeah. Uh, no. (laughs) Uh, those people are the most fun. Yeah. (laughs) They are not. Like my mom is being one of them. Even some of our (laughs) friends are like that. People we went to high school with that I think are with it. Like I go, like, when somebody, like, this last year turns 30, like, they invite the whole high school class, you know, or oh, whole yeah. huge small town yeah. class of 50 or 40 or whatever yeah. it was. It was 42. <laughs> small. It was small. It, uh, we, I would started talking about some movie that I would think that somebody, it was like Star Wars or something. Yeah. They're like, what's that? It's like, the new Star Wars movie that's coming out this They're year? another one? They're making another one of those? I'm like, how have you been so blind to this? It is everywhere. Like, you can't buy a box of cereal without Star Wars on it. They're trying to sell cars with it. (laughs) It just blew my mind. And then I'm like, am I too inside? Am I the one in the wrong here? No, I'm not. (laughs) Right? I know it. That means everyone should know it. Well, I don't agree with that, but I feel like... They should have known a Star Wars movie was coming. I don't know, Trent. That's huge, babe. It's huge. It's huge. JT, Mission Impossible. You fan of that uh, franchise? It's all right. Did you see Rogue uh, Nation? Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's about it. That's pretty much all I need <laughs> I don't, to say. I can't remember if I've seen that one or not. That's the, that's the one where Kremlin blew up, right, I think? Oh, no. I don't know. I know it's the one... I think it's the one where he attaches himself to the airplane. Yes. I did not see that one. That's like at the very beginning. I don't think it's the one where the Kremlin blows up. No, that's the one before. That's Ghost Protocol. That's the one where he climbs the tower. No, Kremlin didn't blow up on Ghost Protocol, did it? I don't think it did. In the very I beginning? Know. I think it did. <sighs> And he flips his jacket inside out to dis- undisguise himself. I, this is just stuff I don't care about. Like, go on. <laughs> Mission Impossible Six. They all they all <laughs> meld together. <laughs> they really do. Mission Impossible Six will feature possibly 
the craziest Tom Cruise stunt sequence ever. He's going to turn himself inside out. (laughs) That's what came out from the uh, Skydance CEO, David Ellison. He told Collider this info at South by Southwest that Mission Impossible 6 will have the most craziest Tom Cruise stunt ever. He's going to embrace Christianity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. he's going to go back in time and stop from jumping on Oprah's couch. Uh, So, apparently since the end of Mission Impossible 5, when it premiered, Tom Cruise has been training for this sequence... In, Are they going to shoot him? What's happening? I have no idea. It's got me really on the edge of my seat of what it could be, and it's probably going to be a letdown. But then the director, uh, his last name is McQuarrie, had to go on Twitter and kind of do damage control because it's not a stunt, I guess. Not like the going on the plane or climbing the building. Yeah. It's like a sequence of things. So it's like a long extended sequence that he's been training for. So I don't know what that means either. Are they going to cut his head off and reattach it? (laughs) So, I I can only assume it's going to be something nuts. That it's been taking years of (laughs) extended Tom Cruise Scientology training. When he was born, they were like, you need to do this stunt sometime in your 40s. And they're like, I'm going to start training immediately. He's got to be in his 50s by now, right? Tom Cruise, is he 50 yet? I don't know. He was like in his 20s and the 80s. Well, then... So he's got to be in his 50s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he was looking young when Mission Impossible 1 came out, and that was in the 90s. And he had to be at least 25. Poof. 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 So Mission Impossible 6, look for Tom Cruise's death to be filmed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or watch him be the most fucking human person ever. <laughs> like, he's more human than human. Yeah. <laughs> Scientology wins. <laughs> yeah. There you go. He's going to be a walking billboard for Scientology. (laughs) Uh, JT, your two favorite characters will be hooking up, not sexually, that we know of in the next Marvel flick. Ant-Man and the Wasp, your favorite character, Hawkeye, is rumored to appear. So 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 Ant-Man and Hawkeye? Yeah. Okay. They may fuck. Okay. Because he's like, your two favorite, and you said Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I was like, okay. Well, that's the movie And then you title. said Hawkeye, so, so, so three. No, three-way. Not a three-way. I don't know. You confused me. I've confused and butchered the <laughs> sentence myself. <laughs> you said your favorite two, and then you said Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I was like, okay. And then you said Hawkeye. Like, but that's, but that's three. But then you said it was a title, but then you said Hawkeye. Yeah. So, like, so which of the two of Ant-Man and the Wasp are going to hook up with Hawkeye? Just Paul Rudd. <laughs> Heavy exhale. Okay. Listen, all I want to say is Hawkeye's rumored to be an Ant-Man too. Oh, okay. Moving on. <laughs> JT, have you watched Santa Clarita Diet yet? The Netflix exclusive. I did. We finished it, actually. Me and Molly finished it. Oh. I kind of dug it. My. It's well, fun. Good thing to know, then. It has been renewed for a season two. Good. Does it warrant a season two? Yeah. No spoilers. Well, yeah, yeah. It does end on a cliffhanger. Okay. At the end of season one. All right. But, no, it's good. They they take away, they find a way to take a very dark subject and make it pretty entertaining. 
Very good. Especially how nonchalant they treat, like, horrible situations sometimes. <laughs> awesome. It's pretty I've, funny. I, I dug it. I've kind of wanted to check it out, but this last week has been so busy Yeah, w- watching other things. <laughs> in that later. We'll dip into that in a minute. <laughs> uh, also, Time After Time, JT, is a ABC show about time travel. About Jack the Ripper or something. Yeah. Right? being canceled don't worry about it good it's, it looked like dog shit when i saw the fucking things for it <laughs> i didn't see anything of it apparently nobody did because they're canceling it after five episodes good and they've shot 12 ah! <laughs> <laughs> you do like so, a fucking daybreak thing and just release them all on dvd or something yeah they could i don't know or unless somebody's gonna pick it up but i doubt it because i guess the ratings were it looked awful. like absolute shit it made no fucking sense. It's like, oh, I'm Jack the Ripper, but I time-traveled here <laughs> from England into modern time, but I'm still doing Jack the Ripper stuff. Like, why don't you just, just do a regular show about a killer? <laughs> See, like, I didn't even realize that this was a show, because I thought it was, they meant Timeless, that other show that's on NBC. I know. I want to get in, back into that, because I saw, they, I think they their season ended, but they still have all the episodes on Hulu. I kind of wanted to go back and rewatch them. Right on. Because I've been watching uh, that new Fox... There's so much time travel shit on TV. I've been watching that uh, time travel show on Fox, Making History. The one that has got Adam Pally in it? Yeah. And it's pretty good. Good. It looked funny. Like, I kind of wanted yeah. to check it out. Yeah. Well, but from uh, Lord Miller. Oh, good. They're behind yeah. it, too. And, yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, they start the American... Like, they find a... Something happens. He does something that, like prevents the American Revolution from happening. Yeah. So they have to find a way to like get people riled up to get <laughs> to start the American Revolution. So they're like, wait a minute, we're in America. Let's just tell them they're gonna take their guns. <laughs> <laughs> so like holy shit. Like there's a time travel show on every network then, I think. Except for maybe CBS. Because they got like Legend of Tomorrow on CW. Yeah. Fox has that show with Adam Pally in it. Yeah. Time after time's being canceled on ABC, <laughs> and NBC has timeless. Unless yeah. CBS has something that I'm not aware of. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking a man. There's a lot of time travel. Shit Oversaturated going on. JT, and I usually love it. And I've never seen any of these except for a little bit of Legends. I saw the first episode <laughs> of Timeless, and I dug it, but I never got back into it. So oh, I don't know. Shit. Shit. Too much, too much good TV out there. There's a lot of watch. A lot to watch out there, JT. Yeah. It's hard to get into network TV because they can only do so much on the on the big networks. That's right. Move to streaming. Move yeah. to streaming. Yeah. Everyone out there, move to streaming. Everyone out there, move to streaming. <laughs> oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah. I thought you were going to still see the same words. <laughs> I couldn't do that and do the thing on my hand at the same time. Uh, last bit of news I have, JT. We talked about Cable last few weeks. The service or the character? The character. Okay. Hottest agent in Hollywood. Is that what we say? No. Yeah. Yeah. The hottest free agent of character. In Hollywood. In Hollywood. Everyone wants to be Cable. Cable. Brad Pitt, out. Not in the running anymore. Oh, man. I know. I know, man. God damn it. Because you brought... Because I think I said, like, Michael Shannon last week. Yeah. Is he out? haven't heard okay um and then you brought up brad pitt and i was like holy shit that's better yeah now he's out yeah. damn it god damn it jt damn it 
I saw some fan art of him today. Two ass cable. Looks the part. Yeah. Had a metal arm. Fucking eye patch or whatever. God. What a great looking guy that Brad Pitt will never play. So there you go. Who knows? Maybe Michael Shannon will be top front runner once again. I don't know. Or it could possibly not be playing him at all. Them's Hollywood, baby. That's Hollywood. That's Hollywood that's, toots. It's <laughs> Hollywood toots. It's Hollywood. <laughs> it's Hollywood weird, some would say. Oh boy, look out. <laughs> that's it, JT. That's all I got. What do you got? All right, let me uh, let me uh, get through here. Uh, Troy, mm. true detective, did a whole season of this on the on the second season. Yeah, what a mistake! Very big mistake. <laughs> uh, seemed like it was gonna be dead in the water. They're like season two was kaputs. We're we're done with it. Right? Maybe not. What? Talks are in motion about a true detective season three. Mm-hmm. With the uh, Nick Pizzolatto and a producer from Deadwood. Oh, my. Uh, David Milch. Oh, my word. Which I'm pretty excited about. I, I watched the first two seasons of Deadwood, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, my goodness. I'm excited. They so didn't... I'd like to see what they do with it. Yeah, they didn't... Uh, it's not something that came out right after season one and just wrote something really quick. Yeah. Yeah, they now they had now time to stew on it. Yep, yep. <laughs> Taking a step back, maybe got some other eyes and ears in it, some more experienced ones, perhaps, to kind of slow things down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like to see what they do with it. Me too. Season one is really good. Yeah, and really I liked good. parts of season two, mostly the end. Yeah. And mostly just Colin Farrell's part. Yeah. That's all I can really remember now <laughs> in season two. And I didn't hate, um, uh, shit, what's his name? Uh, Taylor Gambit. Kitch? Taylor Kitsch. I didn't hate him yeah. in it. It's the first no, time I've seen yeah. him in that I've... Yeah, like that cool, like, PTSD-type backstory thing. Yeah, It was yeah. really cool. You know what? Actually, I really liked him in, uh, John Carter, too. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. We brought up John Carter, Carter on here not too long ago. Yeah. We should do a... Did you see it? Have you yeah, seen I it? Yeah, I did see it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Right? We are looking for stuff to do more... At home, since you're going to probably be stuck here for the next month and a half. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, send us your suggestions of stuff you want us to review, because we're, we're not going to probably be able to do theater-type stuff for a while. Yeah, April is good because we don't have anything slated for it, mm-hmm. so that's good. So April, we can kind of do more TV stuff and suggestions, Yes. or maybe do a some retro throwback. review of yeah, something. Some throwback reviews. But let's see what we got in May, because May, I took the whole month of May off, JT. Yeah, okay. Let's see what we got. I know we got G-O-G-T, G-O-T, G-O-T-G-2. did two. Nailed it. The only thing we have is G-O-T-G, Vol 2, and Alien Covenant. Okay. I should be able to get out at least two days during the month <laughs> to see w- those movies. Yeah, okay. Well, we can do the Alien and Aliens the week before a Covenant. Oh, that's true. We could do that. So, we'll do that. We just need a week one. Well, well we need an April 1st. <laughs> ah, let's not worry about that. Ah, let's right. just play it loose. <laughs> Fuck Fast it. and loose. Fuck it. Chuck <laughs> in the fucking bucket. <laughs> Uh, Troy? Mm. Bad news. Oh, 
God Netflix damn it. <laughs> signed a deal with one of their big heavy hitters for four more films. It's an Adam Sandler. It's Adam Sandler. <laughs> Holy shit! God. I saw the trailer for his like new Sandy Wexler. Yeah, I've seen it. It looks like fucking like if a dog shit <laughs> a dog shitting. That's an inception of shits. Yeah, it's bad. It looks fucking terrible. Uh so I can't Yeah. I can't argue with why Netflix would want to do that after like seeing the numbers that those movies yeah, people get. People are dumb. People are straight up stupid. Oh my god, so many people watched his movies. Yeah. Like even fool like, me once. Even when we did a review for the do-over and it was like it wasn't bad, it was just horribly, horribly sexist. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like God. Like I think Adam Sandler hates women. Maybe. I think he does. I I don't know if he hates them. I just think he thinks being a bigot is funny. <laughs> <laughs> like it didn't come off like it doesn't matter. It was dumb. It was better than Ridiculous Six. Oh, God. Ridiculous Six is one of the worst movies I've ever Shitting seen. Shitting fucking donkey. <laughs> God bless. God bless Adam Sandler. Bless no. his heart. Fuck him. Uh, Troy. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, there's gonna. Chance there's gonna be a Jumanji trailer in the near future. Because the be Cin- CinemaCon was this past week, I think. That's why all these trailers are coming out. Oh, right on. That makes sense. And uh, Jumanji's trailer played has not been put out yet, but from what they've been saying in terms of news, the Jumanji remake is not going to be Jumanji the board game. What? It's going to be Jumanji the video game that they get sucked into. Oh, my God. Revving it up. To the, the 21st century. Board games, those are for old people. <laughs> we need to get that video game. That video game. Yeah. All right. There we'll see. We'll see, see. How, see how that plays out. I feel like video games don't have like as much charm as like a board game, though. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know. I mean, like a, being sucked into a board game makes more sense because it has more of that ancient feel to it. <laughs> Like, what Did was you it just like? say was actual sense you just said? What? Being sucked into a board game makes more sense? <laughs> well, like, a board game... Like, you can see a board game existing, like, years in the past. Like a witch could put a spell on it or something. Yeah, you can't see a witch being like, I don't like Atari. I'm gonna make it so people get sucked in you. <laughs> That's true. That's true, I followed your logic. Good. And I agree, strangely. Good. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so when do you think it's going to drop? Think it might be this weekend? I think so. Well, there's they've been like dropping a trailer like every day this week. So yeah. I'm guessing it's probably going to be like on Friday or something. Ooh, baby. Because tomorrow is, or when you're listening to this, is supposed to be War for the Planet of the Apes. Yep. Their second trailer, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm boy. Mm boy. So, I don't know. We'll see. Look for Friday, Saturday, possibly. Yeah. Get your Jumanji oh, fix. Jumanji. Uh, Troy. Deadpool 2. Got some news on that. 
Is it the Brad Pitt news? It is not the Brad Pitt news. Okay. Because you said it. Right. Uh, the rumor is that there's going to be a special cameo in Deadpool oh, 2. Oh, my. My head is a buzz. I'm, I'm, I think it's hilarious. There's going to be a cameo <laughs> by Hugh Jackman <laughs> playing himself. <laughs> awesome. Good. I love it. I fucking love that. Just put... <sighs> Just so good. get the Deadpool movie out right now. I just want to watch it right now. Ugh, like I read that and I was like, that's the best idea for Deadpool I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's funny. <laughs> so possibly look up for that. Sweet. For Deadpool 2. Awesome. Uh, Troy, we're talking about Power Rangers later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Power Ranger cast saying that for the Green Ranger, they wouldn't mind if Tommy Oliver is played by a female. Oh, my God. There you go. Tommy, T-O-M-I? Even it up. <laughs> Even it up. That's right. Three men, three, three women. Three and three. Three. Three and, and three. three. Three and three. I would be okay with that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I um was listening to a review of it earlier this week, and they brought up that news as well, that, like, what if in the future movies Tommy's introduced, and it may not be the standard JDF role that we've accustomed to see, Jason David Frank. Yeah. Thank you. God didn't. For a second. Jesus didn't tap. <laughs> for a second there, I thought you were like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> but yeah, if it was, like, a strong, like, strongly acted, and it's uh, a female version of it, I'd be way into it. Oh, Just yeah. make the story good. Come on. There you go. It's all superpowers anyway. Yeah. What does it matter? Yeah. Level playing field. But we'll talk saying. about if that if the story is good for the first one in uh, mere minutes. Mere moments away. Or probably an hour. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see how Iron Fist goes. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> Um, Troy Dumbo remake. Yeah, got that Will Will Smith already attached. Right, got another big name to it. Oh my God, Colin Jayden. Farrell. Oh my, God. <laughs> yeah, Jaden. <laughs> yeah. Colin Farrell. What's is he going to be the voice of Dumbo? Sure, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Amazing. So we'll see. We shall see Dumbo. Look out for it. Check it out sometime. <laughs> I have no idea what to think of that remake <laughs> at all. Oh, it's Especially like, with like, Tim Burton directing it. I know, it. but like... <laughs> like what is, his ears are going to be made of scissors. <laughs> Just oddly strewn together flesh or something. Yes. Uh, Dumbo. Be the most horrifying movie you see in 2019 <laughs> or whenever it comes out. Kill me! Kill me! <laughs> Mm. Troy, they're making another another one of those remakes. They're of making course. a remake for Escape from New York. Snake Plissken. Oh, really? Kurt Russell. Really? But oh my! they got a director involved that makes me kind of interested in it. James Cameron. Robert Rodriguez. Oh, my God. Yeah. That definitely yeah. fits the bill. 
I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of excited for that. Kind of want to see what they do with it. Oh my god, Kurt Russell returning. <laughs> <laughs> Snake Plunskin. <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah, I'd be into that. I don't think I've ever seen all of Escape from New York either. I haven't either. Hmm. I heard there's Escape from L.A., which is even worse. Yeah, it's pretty much the same story, but way more elaborate <laughs> and far fetched. <laughs> Uh, shit. Actually, on similar news, uh, the last issue of Escape from New York meets Big Trouble in Little China just came out, like, a couple weeks ago, where the cast from Big Trouble Little China meet Escape from New York, and there's two Kurt Russells. <laughs> and apparently it was pretty good. Like, oh, that's awesome. They just took both of the fucking, uh, premises and just turned it up to 11 and made it super goofy and fun. Apparently it was pretty great. Well, you'd be able to know who's who because Snake Plissken has one eye. That's true. So. Unless he's standing to one side. What if he's standing profile? Oh, fuck. Then you won't be able to tell who's who. Do like a, shoot him! Shoot him! But they're all standing at profile? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know who's who! Somebody turn to the other side! (laughs) 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 Shit. Yep. Yep. So check that out, too, if you're into any of Kurt Russell things. Yeah. It's out there somewhere. Do it, do it. Last bit of news, Troy. Oh, yeah. Disney. Apparently the uh, CEO, Bob Iger, talked about Star Wars. Oh, boy. Said they have plans for Star Wars up to the 2030s. Jesus Christ. Oh, I thought you were going to say into the 20s. Like, Star Wars 20. (laughs) <laughs> well, into the 2030s, which is still... Pro- I think that's probably is, like, in the... <laughs> oh, that shit. probably is pretty close to the 20s. Yeah. I guess you would be right. If it was 2030 and they did one every other year, that'd be like adding 15, 15 to the 8 to that the are out. So it's close. <laughs> it's a lot of Star Wars. That'd be like Star Wars 23, actually. Close enough. Fucking A, man. It's a lot. F-ing. A! That's not... That can't be true. I've just accepted the fact that I'm not going to live to see the end of the Star Wars story. <laughs> oh, no, that's so sad. <laughs> uh, just accepted that fact. See, people who saw like, the prequels and then only had 4, 5, and 6 to fall back on, and then yep. they died... They died hearing that they were going to make one more. (laughs) Be awful. Yeah. Oh, shit. But if, from their point of view, it would have only been three and have been like, I'm okay if I don't have to see the next one. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, the third one had enough of an ending to it where you can kind of imagine how everything would fall into place. Yeah. But Disney birds it back into chaos because they want to make more. Oh, my God. Because now we live in an age where things are just ongoing. Yeah, things like never cereal. end. Yeah. The, the minute you end it, then you can't make any more money off of it. You just die with, like... Because you, you probably just die because you have, like, a weird tick. Because <laughs> you can't... You can't take anymore. You can't take it. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to end it. I can't. It's too nothing hard will, to live. Nothing will ever end. God. Oh my god. We don't have any bits, do we? Because now would be the time. We're already <laughs> Probably low. Probably the bits for all those people that can't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. 
Well, that's all the news, JT. Then we should get into... <coughs> Ew, gross. What the fuck? It's done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trailers of plenty. We've already brought up some news for them this last week because of CinemaCon. So much. So much. Uh, I have three, JT. I have four. And I think I've seen all of yours as well because yeah. I think I have your three. And we watched one earlier, We watched right? the one that I brought up, yeah. Great. Then we're all on board! We're on board! <laughs> uh, why don't you bring up your one first? Because I want to end on the big one. Okay. <laughs> Which big one? It was like... You know, the one. Okay. The one we're probably going to have the most the one... to talk about. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> you've heard part of my opinion about it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, my first one that I saw is a movie by the guy that made In Bruges mm-hmm. and Seven Psychopaths, both pretty good movies. Uh, his next one called Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yes. And a uh, very long title. But anyways, uh, it's about a woman whose uh, daughter is murdered and she tries to get the police to and do an investigation on it and they... Don't, it seems like they're not really doing much, so she buys three billboards right next to each other to basically talk about how much of a piece of shit the uh, the uh, sheriff is. Yep. And then horrible things ensue from there. Like She seems like a very, a very vengeful woman. <laughs> yes. And uh, it pretty much, if you've seen In Bruges or Seven Psychopaths, you can kind of see how something like that could build up to a very drastic situation like yeah. this trailer would show. Yeah. And it looks good. Yeah. Like the cast looks phenomenal. Yeah. I really enjoyed this trailer. I had no yeah. idea what to expect and it was it was really fun. Um we watched the red band one which is out on YouTube. Yeah. It might be the well no, they would put out a green band one too, but yeah. like yeah, you should check it out. It's um yeah, it's got a ton of people in it. Francis McDormand, Woody Harrelson, Sam Rockwell, um, Peter Dinklage is in there somewhere. Yep. Uh, yeah, just a shit ton of fucking people. Right. It is really sharp and witty and looks like darkly funny. Yeah. Like, I. It I definitely loved gives it. me that In Bruges feel. Like, it definitely seems like In Bruges. You said you haven't seen In Bruges, right, Troy? That's true. I have not seen Ooh, it. Ooh, i have to add that to the April April we throwbacks. We could. I definitely think you need to see In Bruges. It's super fucking good. I know GHD wants me to see it, because I think he's been wanting, trying to get me to see it for a while, and I just never He's happened. probably swearing at his radio, <laughs> at, at the podcast right now. Probably. Like he did when we heard that we didn't see Alien. <laughs> <laughs> just had a fit and kicked his radio in on his car. Yes. Yeah. It happens, GHD. People have lives. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in, in Bruges is good. I did not like Seven Psychopaths as much, but it was still pretty good. But definitely, I love in Bruges. In Bruges is really good. I'm into it. I can pen it in. So yeah, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Definitely check out the trailer. I definitely want to check out the movie when it comes out, whenever it does. I'm not sure when. Right. I'm into it. Good. I want to see it. Good. Want to see it. Speaking of it. Nice! <laughs> All right! Nice! Right! 
Oh. It's not going to get any better than this, folks. I know. <laughs> like, the minute you said it, oh, shit. <laughs> Perfect segue. Uh, yeah. It, the uh, remake of a novel from Stephen King. And a movie. Right, the remake. Yeah. Of It, which was based on a novel yeah. from Stephen King. Where Tim Curry, I think, was the one that played Pennywise in that. Yeah, do you see the original It? No, I kind of want to see it now. Yeah, me too. Um, I've never seen it either, but this... Uh, I don't know. I really don't know what to expect. I've never read It or heard much of it, other than yeah. that it's a scary clown, so I don't know what to expect. I like, From what I heard, it's like it's an alien that like takes the form of the first thing that it sees, and the oh. first thing that it saw was Pennywise the clown. Are you sure it's not Killer Clowns from Outer Space? No. <laughs> Oh, you're I, not sure? No, it's not. It's not Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Because those are just clowns. Oh, okay. Like, it's something like, its defense thing is that it takes the form of a living thing that it sees on on the planet that it invades. And the first thing that it happens to see is a clown. So it takes the form of a clown called Pennywise a clown. Oh. It lives in the gutter? And lives in the sewer, yes. Got it. Looks creepy. It does. I actually was a big fan of the trailer. I liked it. Yeah. Um. I don't uh... like what the kids. It kind of gave it like like that Stranger Things vibe. Yeah. Like it. It definitely had like that like stand uh, stand by me kind of feel to it. Was like a bunch of kids going into a dangerous situation, like trying to get this like horrible horror like figure. Yeah, and it's not set in current time. It looks like he's set Yeah, it looks like, like it's in the 70s or some shit. Like, yeah. It looks... I don't know. Like, there's definitely some moments in there where I got some really cool creep factor just from the trailer alone. Yeah. Especially with all, like, horror movies made nowadays where I'm... The minute I look at it, I'm like, dumb! <laughs> I actually liked the um, the part with the photo viewer mm-hmm. and it, like, the it just starts running by itself. And then each photo just, like, is like a... Oh, shit. Hit the mic. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting real revved up about this. Jesus. But, the like, the photo solely uncovers, like, Pennywise's face through, like, blowing hair and stuff. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I don't know if I'll... Chelsea was not a fan. Yeah, she's Soon. probably, probably going to have nightmares tonight, even, just from watching <laughs> the two-minute trailer that we watched. In fact, when we got done, she's like, no, fuck you two. <laughs> I was like, what? But, yeah, I, I'm interested in seeing it. I'm not going to make it top priority, but I was a fan of the trailer. Yeah. Was a fan. It was a fan. Any segue? It was, it was almost... It was almost like uh, it, it's it's a definite homecoming for for <laughs> for the casual horror fan. True. Yeah, it, it was. Couldn't have said it any better myself. Yeah. Speaking of homecoming, what? <laughs> segues into our next Holy trailer. Holy shit! I did not. I seriously did not expect that at all. <laughs> Spider-Man: Homecoming. Had a second trailer came out this last week. I think it might have been two days ago as you're listening to this. Um, it, this one is the, like, story trailer. Yeah. So you just kind of see what you're about to expect in this movie and the oh, roller yeah. coaster ride it may take you on. Yes. Um, see a lot more of Vulture in this trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm a really big fan of the way the Vulture looks yeah. in this. I love the fucking huge, like... 
wings and like propeller system he has. It yeah. doesn't look like streamlined or anything at all. Yeah. It's just like heavy duty shit. And I plus Marvel has this awesome uh, has this uh, awesome way of like explaining away crazy technology by being like, no, oh, Tony Stark made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, everyone's like, okay, that's fine. And Tony Stark. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made that shit. Uh yeah, I, I really liked it. I am excited to see that uh like big yacht scene or whatever. That uh ferry. Yeah, the ferry or whatever. The yacht, I don't know what I'm talking about. Or like There's this rich billionaire that's collecting a bunch of cars. <laughs> <laughs> just puts them on a boat. Just puts them on a boat. Just look at all my cars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that looks pretty cool. Um, what else was in this one? Um, I kind of like how they, like, uh, I don't know. For the longest time, I kind of thought Spider Man was gonna be my least, um, like the least uh, out of the Marvel movies, like the one that I'm looking the least forward to. Oh yeah, because like Guardians of the Galaxy, like they look like they're kind of expanding from what they did in the first one. Yeah. And Thor Ragnarok looks like it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Even though they yeah. haven't shown any footage from it at all yet. Yeah. And I just kind of, I didn't really know what they could do with Spider-Man that would be, like, different. Like, Spider-Man's been done so much. Yeah, five times. Five times, <laughs> even. Six times if you count Civil War. True. But, uh, uh, I don't know, watching this, it seems like they're kind of taking a step back from how... It seems like in every Spider-Man story, it's always about him and Mary Jane and like right. his relationship with her. But in this, it seems more like you're actually seeing like what a superhero in high school actually goes through. Like yeah. he's actually like he's actually has like a high school state of mind. Like I know like there's probably a lot of people that are bitching about how there's no Uncle Ben, but like they're actually showing like kind of like how Spider-Man would be without like that Uncle Ben influence. Like, being just a regular, like, brat kid who just is like, I got superpowers, I'm gonna do cool stuff. Yeah. Apparently they're gonna, um, I thought I saw something from Tom Holland that they are gonna have, they're not gonna do an origin again. Yeah. But they are going to, like, bring it up. Okay. In the movie. And apparently it's not, like, the traditional way it's done. So I'll see how it, see how that is. Ooh, that kind of goes on. So I got, I got a theory on okay. what they're going to do with the Uncle Ben thing. Okay. And it might be controversial. Is this your crackpot theory? This is my crackpot theory. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm thinking that either, probably not in this movie because he's been on the set, but in Infinity War, uh-huh. that Tony Stark is going to die okay. and it's going to be Peter Parker's fault. Oh my god. And as you remember in Civil War, there was that whole thing where uh uh um Tony Stark started the whole thing because he wanted everyone to be registered because uh that woman um approached him right. with the with the photo and being like, You did this and he's like, No, well we should register everybody and make it the government's issue. So he does something selfless, but it's Peter Parker's fault. So then as he's dying, he gives Peter Parker the advice, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, I like that idea. I like it. I don't know if they're going to go with it, though. Yeah, but I like it because you can actually see, like, 
Tony Stark grow into that advice for himself. Like yeah. he's taken he's taken Peter Parker under his wing and he's shown everything that he has, but in a, in a way he's also kind of immature because he's still trying to shuck like responsibility off on other people while still doing superhero stuff. And then he gets to that point where he was like, "No, I need to take full accountability for this. I need to stand up for for what I am as as Iron Man, sure, and that leads to his demise. So then he can put that advice off onto Peter Parker when he dies. I like it. I I, I really like that idea. Yeah. And plus, like, since we've grown up with him, the death would probably hit us harder than it probably would Peter Parker. So like, That's it's like true. you're actually feeling how he feels at that moment. Oh, you got my head reeling, JT. <laughs> right. That's a really good idea. Oh, I don't... I don't see them actually doing that. Because I think if they stray from the Uncle Ben idea, then people might have a fit. I don't give a shit what people think. I know I you don't. <laughs> but, like, I do really like that idea. I like yeah. it a lot. Because it feels like... Because from how it looks in the in the trailer, like... Tony Stark is going to be that father figure. Mm-hmm. And, like, just kind of, like... Because he's an aunt, so he doesn't need to... She doesn't even have an uncle. So it's just, like, he comes in as his father figure, someone that he can look up to, and then, yeah, just get to that whole thing where... Has it already been established that she didn't have, like, a husband? I don't know. They haven't really said anything. Yeah. They might have, like, kind of left that, left that up in the air for, like, future... I don't know. Wow. You put a smile on my brain. Right? I put a (laughs) smile on your brain? (laughs) That's right. Yeah, but otherwise, like, I'm way into this this whole Spider-Man. Spider-Man's my favorite superhero of all time. Oh, yeah. So, needless to say, I'm excited for the movie. Yeah. Um, This is actually one of the ones I was more excited for. Yeah. Because I want to see how it's done again. Yeah. But I do like it that they are like young and yeah. like I love the fact that Peter Parker is not a full-grown adult. Yeah. And I know they tried to do that in Andrew Garfield's version, but it never came off yeah. like the same. Yeah. And it felt it just felt like a regular Spider-Man. Like it feels like in this that Marvel is going f- so fucking out of their way to do anything completely different with spider-man right in terms of what his webbing can do and like the weird like spider drone that comes off his chest and stuff and like i even like the way that like he puts a suit on that like like fucking like vacuum seals itself to (laughs) his body i like that too actually like i feel like they're trying to they're they're definitely trying to to grasp for different aspects of spider-man that have not been tackled yeah. In the past six movies before this. <laughs> so yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah, hopefully they touch on something that, you know, more stuff that just hasn't been done yet. Yeah. The, the Tobey Maguire movies I thought were pretty strong. Like, the, the first two, at least. And the third one has got great dance numbers. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, And I don't... I really liked Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I thought yeah. he was a good choice as a Peter Parker archetype. Um, the movies weren't as solid. The second one, I didn't hate the second one, but it just doesn't like really have any charm it's to it. It's very unforgettable. It's very, or it was very forgettable. Yeah. Not unforgettable. Yeah. 
Unforgivable. Yeah. Unforgivable. <laughs> Maybe that could be a thing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to something just it make, I don't know. That feels classic and it's yeah. like, it feels like it's been there the whole time. Yeah. Or just take the Spider-Man archetype and then do something different with it. Cause we've seen it done so many times before. Just. But very similarly. Yeah. And not to say like this is gonna be drastically different, no. but no, but they're but it seems like they're actually uh like putting him in that Marvel universe. Like I like the whole uh, scene with them watching like the like the motivational video with Captain America. Like, <laughs> right. Actually, like getting putting them in this universe. Like they're actually developing a world around the Marvel universe. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can actually see that world through like. A high schooler's eyes, which yeah. would be really interesting to see. Yeah. Which we also haven't seen any of yet, so yeah. that's good. That's awesome. Looking forward to it. Check it out. Uh, Probably close to 4th of July weekend. I think it's July, July 7th. July 7th. 7th. I thought it was like, it's like 10th, I think. Like 4th, 17th? No, 14th. it's 7th, 7th, 17th. Look at the calendar. Get it out. Get Here it we out. Go. Get out. Get it out. Ow. God, we did have a fuck ton of movies in April or March. <laughs> July. Here we go. It's the Friday before. Ah, uh, it is the seventh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, yep, you're right. I know. It's the seventh. We got stuff War coming the, out. Jesus, got a lot in July too. Fuck. That's right. That's right. <sighs> Better tell. We got a busy year. Got to tell <laughs> that baby to. Stay at home while yep. I go watch some movies. <laughs> you can feed yourself. You've been, you've been alive you've been for alive a few for, months. Yeah, you've been alive for like three months, right? You can, you can feed yourself. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to Spider-Man. Yes. Um, you can say it's in a league of its own. Yeah. Well, part of a league that that uh, journeys for justice, you could say. Like yeah. The yeah. Avengers. The Avengers are, are a league that constantly right are trying to achieve justice right against right. evildoers right that's yeah. right also what justice league what <laughs> also justice really league. oh my god <laughs> that came out of nowhere out of nowhere uh justice league uh showed its face in a Whole new trailer this last week as well. Yeah. JT. Uh, I'm going to start. Have you started off here? Started off? Yeah. Have start me off? Well, start it off. First things first. I am looking forward to that Aquaman movie. Mm. No kidding. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like big CG garbage. Oh, I'm sorry, God. GHD. This looks like a big piece of shit. <laughs> they made this on a big fucking blue sound stage with a bunch of CG horse shit with a bunch of faceless minions just so they can be like a look at me. This is cool. Horse shit. And plus it has it has no feel like the fucking Avengers did. Like you're you're being introduced to all this shit. You're not yeah. you're not like growing up with it, like seeing it piece by piece being put together, it's like they're throwing more than half the team at you in this movie. Right. I have no idea who they are, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Cyborg looks like garbage. Cyborg does look like garbage. <laughs> like the flash, I mean 
I don't know what the character's like, but I, I've seen archetypes of that character before. Mm-hmm. So I don't... It doesn't look like anything that's going to blow me out of the water. And it's supposed to be their biggest movie ever. Yeah. I... The... My one... Oh, not one complaint. My... My... A complaint I had in this trailer is, like, it doesn't show you what's really happening in the movie. It's, like, clips of a collection of moments. And it's kind of hard to make out what's going on because everything is dark. Yeah. Like, there's not, I, I, nothing yeah. is shot I don't mind daytime. if they don't show me what's going to happen or whatever. But, yeah, everything looks like a big... Looks like someone took a gray Play-Doh and made figures out of it <laughs> and just threw it at the screen. And they're like, they're fighting that! Like, yeah. Oh, fuck, all right. Um, Miles Dyson is in this movie. <laughs> the guy from Terminator 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, I'm... What... Okay, um, from what we did see in the trailer, what do you think the... How the movie's gonna go? What's the plot of the movie? You think? Can you already piece it together? I don't know. There's like a big box that fucking. I don't know. There's a box and winged things. What I think? Because I think it's gonna be. <laughs> and then people cut jokes. Because they said they said the, they said BVS is too dark, so now we gotta we gotta try and joke more. Which it sounds like somebody told them like, do more jokes. Like it doesn't sound. It doesn't feel organic. It's just yeah. Like, uh, yeah. be funnier. Like, the only thing, like I said, I'm looking forward to the Aquaman movie, because the only thing that in here that struck me as genuine and different was Aquaman. Yeah, and, like, I wasn't even, like, really sold on that when I first saw the trailer. I'm like, that is a portrayal that I just didn't expect. But it was different, I liked it. Yeah. Like, I don't even think there's any, there's really any character in, like, the Marvel Universe that's, like, uh, what Aquaman is. Like, yeah. he just seems like a bro that just kind yeah. of, like, like, he, like, he's just kind of, like, wandering aimlessly into this situation. Right. And, like, he's just, I don't know, like, he's, like, a drunk. <laughs> like, he yeah. fucking, I don't know, he just seems like, from what I saw in the trailer, like, he just seems like, uh, like a fun guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that, I, I didn't really like him the first time I saw it. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like that for Aquaman. But then I've watched it a few more times after and I've been like warming up to him. I'm like, you know what? I think that's going to be a departure that I think I like. Because he's usually kind of stoic. Yeah. But like the one thing I want to see what they do for the character is like, is he a king? Because if he's a king, this is like a weird attitude to have just like normally, just like nonchalant and be kind of like, metal you know like yeah <laughs> let's fucking play some motorhead but there's so many fucking, you think of this you think of this universe there's so many fucking stoic characters that's all batman and superman were in bvs were stoic yeah i know but that's that's what i was expecting i yeah. guess when i was coming into it and yeah, then like to see and, such a 180 from that yeah. and be like oh that was threw me off like threw me off like, like aquaman seems to actually inject some personality into this universe yeah and you didn't see um, uh, much of anybody else. Oh, no. What am I saying? You saw plenty of everybody else, but you didn't see a lot of, more of, like, Wonder Woman. I thought you'd see a little bit more of her yeah. in this trailer since her movie's coming up to try to, like, Him. get people ready. She's in this! Go see this! <laughs> you kind of just saw her, like, kick a guy. 
and that yeah, was about do her, it. Yeah, do her signature sliding leg sweep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she does not everything now, I yep. guess. Yep, there's that. Um, I thought the Flash stuff looked pretty cool, and I'm growing to like his costume a little bit more. Yeah. I think Flash looks cool. It's just I don't know if he's going to do anything that stands out. Yeah. Well, like we'll he just kind of seems like that, like that dorky younger kid that get, kind of gets brought into this, which is <coughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Probably done better. <laughs> um, the one thing I uh, like, I don't think they, the, from what I've seen of Barry Allen and Flash, and like, I don't think they've got like the classic. I don't know. I'm I'm just nitpicking because like he's not what Barry Allen is. As a character, like, he's not like a nerdy, like, loner weirdo. Like, Barry Allen actually is friendly, and, like, he's, a like, a person that can bring a group together as, like, a friendly person. So well, it's weird that... And they would probably need that for this... Yeah. Like, like, see, I don't mind if they stray from the archetypes from comics, as long as they make it something that kind of diverse diversifies the entire group yeah and it just kind of seems like a like what what a Zack snyder would jerk off over yeah oh yeah 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 (laughs) like Like everyone in like everyone in this i can't even say that there was like a bunch of even like really striking things in this movie that i really that made me go like wow that looks really cool except for like some of the flash stuff like, I'm like, I kind of want to see... How, that intrigues me. I want to see how they do that. But otherwise, like, there wasn't, like, a... Like, with the Batman v Superman trailer, that... Even though the movie ended up being garbage... Yeah. The trailer, I was like, wow, that was that was pretty cool. I kind of want to see where this is going. Yeah. At least the first trailer, anyway. <laughs> the trailer where they showed Doomsday, everyone was like, <laughs> boo, flush toilet sound. <laughs> God, it's just, everything's just seemed... All of the fight scenes in this look like CG garbage. Yeah, it's a lot. It's ton of just CG stuff, and it's just CG cyborg. Like the real parts of cyborg is. Yeah, space. even that looks like it's made out of clay. Yeah, it looks everything looks so fake. I don't like the look of cyborg even. Like his weird angular. Yeah, it looks like, like a walking disco ball. <laughs> I I don't like it. That design is like way over designed and like. Yeah. I just don't, it doesn't look heroic, Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It, lo- it looks just dumb. I don't like it. Yeah, like coming off of like Logan and seeing like people with like cybernetic parts and that actually looking mildly realistic. And then you get to this where it just looks like somebody fucking painted somebody silver. <laughs> it looks like he just walked out of a video game. God. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't look, doesn't look good. Like there's a lot of people that like this trailer. But, like, I have been tricked so many times by DC and Warner Brothers that, like, I can't see the good parts in this. No. There's parts that stick out that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but that's going to be, like, the one thing. Yeah. As we've learned from DC in the past, that'll be the one thing where you're like, okay, that was the... Now we're back to what we're... Yeah. I don't know. I've been been scorned many times already. Yeah. So I'm like, you have to impress me now. Like, I can almost kind of see through the bullshit now. Like, I can see... Yeah, everything that I don't like in this is going to be 75% of the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. So you have to... You have to impress me, Justice League. I don't even fucking... 
I don't care anymore. I want it to just end. I want all of it to end. Ugh, you're such an anarchist, JT. I fucking hate it! These are characters that I really love, though. And so it's, I don't want it to end. I just want it to be good. I want it to be worth the money that they spend on you this. You can enjoy the characters in in the books. There's there's other movies that involve these characters. It's just... Not fucking... these characters. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to go out of their way to make a singular by-itself Aquaman movie. James Wan is trying to make one. Yeah. But... But, no, it's just... None of these feel inspired. If someone ever gets inspired to make a Flash movie, I would love to see that. Yeah. But none of this shit's inspired. It's fucking cash-grabbing bullshit. Yeah. I wish George Miller's version never got scrapped. <laughs> the one that he was making with, like, Army Hammer and all those dudes. Oh, yeah? <sighs> Fuck, I wish it... It happened, like, during the writer's strike and all that shit. Oh, shit. So it got totally canned, but... Oh, my God. It sounded so good. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, those are all the trailers that we thought were with it. Fit to spit. <laughs> yeah, fit to spit. <laughs> uh, so that will bring us into our first review of this Kung Twofer this the Kung Twofer. And what do you it's Iron Fist first, right? Yeah, because pr- I'm pretty sure people might have an idea of what we thought of Iron Fist. <laughs> All right, Iron Fist, Rotten Tomatoes. I don't have a ton of information on background information on this. Yeah, uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at a seventeen percent as of today. Ooh. Uh, IMDb surprisingly has it at a drastically different score at a seven point five out of ten. IMDb always seems to have really high scores. I've never seen a low score on IMDb before. I know. I wonder if it... I, I doubt it gets as much traffic as Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. like, review-wise. Yeah. But I was surprised to see it at uh, such, like, a high score. Um, it is... For anyone who hasn't seen it, Iron Fist is a character who... What's his name? Uh, Danny Rand, the Iron Fist. Okay, I... I... I think I think they only said it a couple times in the show. I don't really remember. A couple times in the first minute. Uh, it's a Iron Fist is a uh, is a uh, position held by a the guardian of the city of Kunlun, of a mystical ancient monk city in the Himalayas that only appears every fifteen years yeah. or so, and. This man, Danny Rand, has become the Iron Fist, and he comes back to New York City, where he's from, and finds out that things have changed since he's been gone 15 years ago. For 15 years. Things change in 15 years. (laughs) Uh, Like, people get older. People uh, get older, some say. (laughs) Uh, You specifically. Uh, The business that his family owns is now run by the family that went in... It's... Some other people own it at this War- point. Warden Joy Meacham. <laughs> uh, other mysteries come to pass. Lot, lots of them. So, you know, <laughs> for uh, as many mysteries that come to this, you would think that anything would happen in this show. Or anything would stick. Anything. Let's just put it out in the open. Iron Fist wasn't all that great. I would go out of my way to say it's a big piece of shit. 
<laughs> the fifth entry into this Netflix Marvel uh, joint hit with a resounding thud on the floor. I was apprehensive at first going in because I heard from critics. Like, I... Okay, Marvel's pretty good at this stuff. So it confused mm-hmm. me why they even put, like, the first six episodes f- available to, like, advanced review for, like, <laughs> critics and stuff. Really? Because they had to know it wasn't that good. Yeah. Like, they had to see that... Who saw this and be like, that's it, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like... For, like, these Netflix sh- shows, like, I've never really seen one, like, even the ones that I really like, I know there's there's always at least, like, two or three episodes where I'm like, I didn't really need that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it definitely felt like it dragged. Yeah. And then, so I don't know, maybe it's just, like, when they, because there's so, there's so many instances in these shows where they drag, they just cannot tell when it's never picking up? I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense. In a weird way. Yeah, every episode of this dragged real bad. Yeah. Every single one. And, like, I remember when they were talking about just doing an Iron Fist movie, but I think even if they made a movie out of this content, it still wouldn't be entertaining. Not if they went with what they were tr- they gave us and they tried to try yeah. to condense it. It still isn't any good. No. All of this... Is bad. The acting is terrible. Yes. The fight scenes are boring as fuck to watch. Yes. Like it's it's like it's drawn out choreographed horse shit. All Barely of it. choreographed. Especially against a group called by the fist, where you've seen them fight a daredevil in the in past seasons and be very formidable and almost scary in some senses. Yeah, let me let's just touch on that right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you've seen the hand in Daredevil twice already. Yeah, even though it wasn't, like, my favorite part of Daredevil, like, they still seemed like an ominous presence where yes. you're like, you don't fuck with them. Right. And they looked like they were ran by kindergartners yes! in this. Because it's so... <laughs> I did not like this at all. Like, granted, like, some of the stuff in season two of Daredevil was kind of boring with the hand. It was kind of yeah. like, oh, they're doing this again. But when they but showed up, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you're like... I don't know what to make of these, like, anonymous fucking red-clad ninjas that, like, can totally bypass, like, Daredevil's hearing by running silently. Yeah. And, like, are scary and, like, you don't know what they're going... Like, in this, it looks like you could sign a clipboard. Yeah. And join the hand. Most of them are, like, bumbling mooks with machine guns, I guess, out of nowhere. Like, this doesn't <laughs> seem like the... It makes... And I guess there's, like, two factions of the hand or something? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, there's a school. And then if the Iron Fist is supposed to be the most ultimate weapon, wouldn't you send, like, your best guy to <laughs> fucking handle They No, they send, like, mercenaries. Or, like, for being the hand and, like, having so many ninjas in Daredevil, I don't think I saw a single ninja in this. You didn't. You, the only people at the hand that you see are, like, karate class students <laughs> in a gi. <laughs> and they're not even black belts. I saw the belts on them. And they're brown at most. <laughs> we need to make sure people know that you're not that good. <laughs> and like, 
So in, in this, they even say, like they're experts <laughs> that they said, because they have that, that that whole episode where it's a tournament. It's a big tournament. And they all seem like bumbling morons. Yeah, oh my god. Even like the spider lady where it's like, I poisoned you. And she still gets beat! I know! She gets her fucking ass kicked! Uh, I want to touch on that. You about. had him dead to rights! <laughs> and you're just like, I'm going to talk while you slowly regain your energy and then beat me. <laughs> Very Fuck easily. you! I want to touch on that in just a minute because I got something to say about it. But, um, so the Iron Fist... According to this series, is a protector of Kunlun, and he is created to fight the hand. That is his job. Yeah, is to combat the hand, like I guess the natural enemy of the Iron Fist. Yeah, and in this, I don't think Iron Fist could beat a gardener. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, he gets beaten up by a businessman with a pipe in the last episode. Like, I... Handedly gets beaten up by a businessman with a pipe. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, Iron Fist, if you're... Oh my god. Iron Fist should be the best fucking martial artist in the world. Yeah. That's, like, what I've taken from all the books I've read. Like, he should just be untouched. Yeah. And it's so fucking weird that, like, the way he uses his power in this is so strenuous. <laughs> like, he uses it, like, one time on a person. He punches one dude with it, the yeah. Iron Fist. Otherwise, the only time you see it, he punches d a door or the floor. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Like, he uses it maybe, like, six or eight times in the whole show. Yeah. But, like... He only punches a dude with it once, and I don't even know if it kills him. <laughs> he should be able to just tear... He should be able to beat a, a group of 15 guys single-handedly. Yeah. No. He can't beat one dude yeah. two-handedly Yeah. <laughs> in this. And then, like, when they introduce, like, there's a room full of guns. Oh, boy, I should be really careful. Mm. The Iron Fist! You talk about here, you're the ultimate weapon... And then you have a room full of dudes with got with guns, and you're like, I don't know if I can do this. Fuck! Oh my god! Fuck you, dude! You're the worst superhero ever. And like, I even like heard a review where like they brought this up, where it's like you watch all the other ones, and they talk about how like, oh, I'm not a hero. I'm just a dude with with these abilities. Yeah. And he's the one that's like, I'm the Iron Fist. <laughs> I'm the ultimate weapon. <laughs> I'm here to defeat the hand. He's yeah. always bragging about himself. Yeah. And he's the worst fucking one out of all of them. Yeah. Complete dick. Yeah. <laughs> Complete Just fucking a real dick in his shit. abilities. Yeah. You can't, uh, he can't do shit. And being that it is, he's the most formidable, formidable martial artist alive. Yeah. The choreography in the show is Lazy. It makes and no boring. fucking sense. I don't think he can punch someone unless he spins in the air four times. <laughs> and maybe if that, because sometimes like the choreography is so not fun to watch. It's just yeah. super. It's so rudimentary slow. and slow, and it's so like we've you had like three years to make this movie because you knew the slate that it was coming out. Yeah. So I don't know why you didn't have a decent script yeah. by that point. And Finn Jones kind of learning this stuff. Yeah. Because I saw from like a 
uh, review or not a review, an interview with Finn Jones saying that like he didn't know the fight choreography until 15 minutes before they filmed it. Oh my god! So I'm just like, why you had you knew you were gonna make this right? You didn't just like wake up one day and be like, oh shit, we're making Iron Fist today. <laughs> like <laughs> you knew this was coming, and we've already seen better fight scenes in Daredevil and oh, Jessica yeah. Jones. I I don't even believe that this exists in Daredevil's universe daredevil would because, mop the floor with yeah because in daredevil's like there's so much like the stakes feel so much higher in daredevil's fight scenes mm-hmm. like i i still put it over to this day that fucking daredevil nobu scene really good from the first like i that's my favorite that's one of my favorite scenes in all of the marvel netflix stuff because it, it feels like a fight scene where daredevil's going to die right unless something like some act of god happens He's going to die. I'm going to watch it. This right. is crazy. Right. I've never got that feeling at all in these. It never like, once. Look at a bunch of fucking dumbass dudes dancing with each other. <laughs> it was, all, and there wasn't even that many fight scenes either. Like you would expect, like for a show about martial arts, yeah, that you would have like two fight scenes an episode. I felt like this, like the dude that created this was like, I have an idea for an awesome show about corporate espionage. And they yeah. were like, well, no, we don't have any room for that, but we are making Iron Fist. Okay, I'll make that then. <laughs> and just tricked <laughs> yeah. everybody. And then I'll make my show inside Iron Fist. Because there's so many, how many board meetings were in this fucking show? It's more than fight scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I learned I learned more about Rand's about uh Rand Industries uh corporate ethics than I did how <laughs> Danny Rand knows kung fu. <laughs> oh, oh my god, the fucking corporate espionage. Who gives a shit? The first 6 episodes were about Danny getting his business back. Yeah. And like the Meachums, both Harold or no, not Harold, but uh Joy and Ward were yeah. totally against it. <laughs> Treat him like a crazy person, and then he just gets it, and then they're fine with each other. <laughs> there's so much, there's so much shit in here where I can't even tell. Like, like if from like one episode to another, like months have have to have to have gone by for this to make sense. Because like there's that whole thing that goes by where where Ward is like addicted to addicted to drugs, mm-hmm. and the next episode he's like. I'm fine now. <laughs> yeah. Like you were sweating, convulsing, and like fucking going crazy because they took away your pills, and now you're like, I'm fine. Yeah, Is I spent it, yeah like 24 they, hours on a detox. Yeah, or whatever. I'm good. Like they can, they almost like did that. So it's like, oh, so now like in later episodes, anytime like he talks about something, when you'd be like, oh, well, your your drugs are acting up again. Like, oh, like dude, you. you were addicted to heroin. Yeah, you were addicted to heroin. People, <laughs> some people never get over that. And you got over it in a day. Not only was it just not yeah. just plain like, heroin. The most was- powerful <laughs> synthetic heroin ever made. And he gets over it in like a fucking day. Fucking <laughs> dumb. Fuck. Piece of shit fucking show. All right. Let's kind of go over some of the characters in this. What do you think of the person who played Danny Rand, the title character, Finn oh, Jones? Oh man, um, shit. Yeah, bad. <laughs> you not the 
he is not good in this at all. For being a man, for being a guy who was, they, for like the things that they introduce that his character's gone through and then how he acts, it makes no fucking sense. No, it like, doesn't he make was, any sense. Yeah, he spent 15 years in a monastery being tortured, being groomed to be this perfect weapon. Then he shows him like, hey guys. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, I'm Danny. I'm Danny Rand. I'm here to get my company back. Hey, what's up, guys? Like, you were tortured for 15 fucking years. You should be somewhat hardened or like be like somewhat uh, fucking skeptical of the world itself. Right. But he shows up and he's like all happy and joyful and shit. Yeah. Like, ugh, I would have liked this more if he was like kind of a dick to everybody. Me too. I would have liked that too. And like got to like acclimate back to society yeah. or something. Like something back in New York like kind of softens him. Yeah. And he comes back as this hardened warrior who's like, I am the Iron Fist. I am here to destroy the hand. But then like he shows like, hey guys, Danny. I would have even liked it more if he came back and he's like totally zen. Not like, he did it. He's like, just yeah. kind of comes back and then like. Gets angrier as like the series yeah. continues and, they and like, talk has about, to like, fight the hand or whatever. Yeah, and they they do this whole thing throughout the show where it's like, Danny, you're so angry. And he's like, bullshit, he's angry. <laughs> there's people freaking out around him. He's like, what's up, guys? Like, there's nothing tells me that he's angry. But then it's like, but then they get to a point where it's like, we need Danny to be angry. He's like, oh, I'm so angry now. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, there's so many fucking scenes where he's just being, like, shitty, dumbass Danny Rand, and then they're like, but Danny, your parents, and then they do these fucking weird flashbacks, he's like, I'm angry now, and then he, like, runs away, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? Those flashbacks Makes are so no fucking dumb, fucking too. sense. They never did anything for yeah. the plot. Like, the thing with, the thing with uh, Danny Rand and the Iron Fist in this is that, like, you can kind of piece together a backstory for Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, because they live in modern society. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck Danny Rand's been doing for 15 fucking years. No. And the things that they do show me do not tell me what his life was like at all. No, because I just always flash back to either the plane crash, which you don't even really see it crash. You just see, like, turbulence in a plane, or yeah. you see, like... His mom oh. gets sucked out. <laughs> yeah, you just see, like, them panning on the snow... That's it. Or you get to see, like, yeah. the inner workings of a cave. Yeah. Those are the three flashbacks you see. Doesn't flesh out the character at all. Yeah. So I can't... So when he shows up and he's, like, this fucking happy-go-lucky bullshit douchey person, I don't know how he got to that state of mind in the slightest. The last... The thing that I saw before he left, like, actual civilization was when he was, like, fucking ten. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what? So you're acting like a fucking 10-year-old now? <laughs> Stupid bitch. I don't fucking know who you are. Uh, it was... And fucking cut your hair. God. I hated those stupid curly locks. Kung and Fu that, hide. And that fucking stupid puby beard he had that whole time. I know. I don't fucking... And then he seemed like such a fucking hypocrite because he was like seemed like so holier than thou. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I took a vow of celibacy. And then he fucks fucking, uh, <laughs> what's her name? Fucking, yeah, uh, Colleen. Yeah, he felt, fucks Colleen. Like, doesn't even give a shit. I was like, don't even fucking preach to me, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and then he's supposed to be like, he also says like, oh, I'm a, like, I'm a monk. I have to suppress my feelings. And then he just like. Is either always really happy or has like weird bursts of anger? 
He's not like a monk at all. Yeah. In any sense of the word. Yeah. Like he almost seems bipolar in some points. <laughs> like maybe you should be in a fucking mental institution. The way you fucking you just seem like such a fucking loopy douchebag. And then like yeah, and then like those, those like first episodes, like it's all about the like all about getting his company back, and then he never goes back to it. So yeah. And then they're like, "Well, fuck, we talked about the company. We better keep talking about it." When nothing fucking happens ever. Nothing happens. Yeah. Uh, let's move on from Danny. Let's go to the Meachams, Joy, uh, Ward, and then move on to Harold, if you'd like. Harold. <laughs> Harold Meacham. Um. At. We've like, got to get Danny. <laughs> Joy is kind of milk toast to the whole thing. Like, she's not really anything yeah. in this. Uh, Ward has a bigger part in it. At first, I did not like him at all. Yeah. Like, I thought he was, like, a fucking bag of sawdust with, like, a bad haircut. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I grew to sympathize with him a little more as the series went on. But still ended up just, like, kind of falling flat. Because by the time he really starts picking it up is when they introduce Harold. Yeah. And then I I didn't hate him in this so much. Like, he had a bunch of weird shit going on. They never yeah. totally explain it. I liked Harold in the beginning, and then they did that thing where like, he came back from the dead, and then they made him act like a fucking infant for no reason. But only for, like... Five minutes. Yeah, like it was like, <laughs> like it was like, oh, he needs to like relearn what civilization, like what life is like again, because it's almost like a rebirth. Yeah, and then it's just like, nope, now I'm back to what I was. Yep. Like, except now I drink whiskey now. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Yeah. You no, know, like Ward. I liked the whole when like Ward was like going through the whole like drug thing. Like I was like, oh, like he's kind of showing a little bit more of chops with this shit. But then it lasts for like an episode, and then he's like back to being himself. Yeah. After detoxing from heroin! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he seems to be always bleeding. Ble- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't make me feel any good. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The whole This whole show is bad. So I'm yeah. trying to find the good part. You know what it's a good like, part it's is? Like, it's like if somebody was like, we need these characters to go from A to C. What do we do with B? Oh. All right. Heroin? Sounds good to me. <laughs> um, a, a good part of it, actually, I didn't um, hate Colleen Wing in this. I thought she was better at fight choreography than um, Finn Jones yeah. was. Um, Even though she uses a sword constantly, but never cuts anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I didn't. She like runs with a like. She needs that sword at all fucking times. She always has it on in broad daylight yeah. in the middle of New York City. Like anytime like anyone like runs with. Hold on, let me grab my sword, and then it's like running with a like. Do you only know how to use one hand because your other hand is constantly holding that fucking sword? <laughs> But I, I liked her in this. I even liked the twist, even though I didn't like the hand in this at all. Yeah. I did like the twist that she was hand yeah. in this. Um, except that it just wasn't executed well. It felt like a storyline they threw in to bide time. Oh my god, this whole the whole thirteen episodes was just to bide yeah, time in it order was to, to, to buy time defenders. to what you knew was going to happen in the long run. 
Yeah. Um, it was like, oh, well, maybe Harold's not bad. And it was like, nope, just a bunch of fucking buying time for 39 episodes to be like, yep, Harold's bad. Fuck you. You know what I liked that Colleen did and they never just did any more of is when she started going to those, like, uh, underground fights. Yeah. I appreciated those because it, like, shows that she's, like, a badass and it was it just exciting to watch and it showed, like... That, hey, I'm a karate instructor. I'm going to teach all these kids kung fu. And then I'm also just going to fucking go do these dirty fights. Yeah, but then even those fights seemed kind of kind of slow and choreographed, too. Like, if this was, like, in the Daredevil universe, like, this would be, like, balls to the wall, fucking bloody, like, fighting for your life type shit. And this yeah. it was, like... Oop, throwing a random punch over here. Whoa! Oh, I got punched against my... Like, oh, what the... There's they two were... dudes! They should be fucking trying to hold her down and beating the shit out of her. But it's like, you fight her. Now I'll fight her. Now you fight her. But were they not one of the better fight scenes in this whole series? In this series, sure. But it was fucking... It was still looked like choreographed horse shit. Yeah, Everything it wasn't did. the best. But yeah, it like, that happens... Like, when she goes to this underground fight club or whatever it's like maybe three or four episodes in and by that time you've seen god fucking awful fighting yeah to that point also they try and do these things where it's like when they like break arms or something it's just like if i jerk my body really fast that means i'm breaking their arm oh like, yeah i hate that oh it's so dumb they do it so many fucking times too yeah it's so uh dumb um what did you think of Madame Gao in this? I fucking loved Madame Gao in this. Me too. Like she she's was like one of she's the strongest like parts. Un- she's like this universe's Joker, where you don't know what her, her intentions are. Yeah. And then like she gets put in situations, and you're not e- not even sure like did you mean to be put in this situation? Yeah. Because there's so many times where like she never shows her cards. Like she's always has the same expression on her face. Right. And it's really cool. Yeah, I like that. I like her a lot, and I really hope you don't learn too much more about her because i don't know if she's going to show up in the defenders or not yeah i'm assuming she will because of all the hand like the hand teases and stuff yeah um but i i just i don't need a full backstory on her she can just keep doing what she's doing you're doing great Mm -hmm. keep doing it like there's yeah (laughs) like there's so much stuff in there where it's like they go to all these leaps and bounds to like capture her and then it always ends up in her favor where you're like so did you mean for this to happen? Because she never seems to be, like, worried at all. No. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, you never, yeah, you, ne- you never get a tell on Madame Gao. And, like, that's that's why I, I like her character so much in this. Where, as opposed to everybody else who's, like, overacting the fuck out of themselves. Yeah. Like, I, you just have I, her just being like, mm, yes, well, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to what I was going to talk about with that spider chick. Yeah. Or whatever. So that really disappointed me a lot <laughs> because there is a run of Iron Fist comics that I have called the Immortal Iron Fist. Yeah. And it's essentially the run that I have is a Mortal Kombat tournament. Yeah. Because it's called like the seven capital cities of heaven and like Kunlun is one. And then there's like six other cities that all appear at one time. And when they do, they have to f- have a tournament to see like, which one is the victor or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And Iron Fist is one. There's another one called the Bride of Nine Spiders or something. Yeah. That's her. Yeah. And there's another one. There's like a sumo wrestler called like Fat Cobra. 
and another like big bruiser guy called like Dog Brother or something like that. But they're all like Mortal Kombat characters and they're yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's just like this Mortal Kombat tournament that happens in the Marvel Universe. That's fucking <laughs> great. Yeah. And it just happens like this mystical fucking realm that like nobody can get to except for these weird spiritual kung fu masters. Yeah. It's fucking great. So when this bitch was like <laughs> just chilling out in a warehouse and it's like roundhouse kick to death with one kick. I was like, this is horseshit. <laughs> it was fucking dumb. I did not like it at all. Yeah. <sighs> what? Okay. Let me ask you this. What would be your, if you could pitch an iron, fist series how would you do it and like what would be like a progression well like i was reading up on it and i knew i read somewhere that like he's really tight with luke cage yeah so i thought like what if iron fist was in luke cage season two yeah where like luke cage becomes the hero for hire and the meachams hire him Mm -hmm. to look into iron fist and then the whole thing is that like like he thinks like oh okay this little chump i'll get rid of him but then he has the iron fist which actually subdues Luke Cage. Right. So then, like, they kind of do a whole thing where, like, they're fighting each other, then they come together in the end to, like, go against the Meachams. Yeah. That sounds good. Like, that'd be cool. Yeah. Any other support, like, supporting character would be great yeah. in this. Yeah, and I think, like, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, like, together, they would actually be a good unit, like, a good odd couple to go together. Because yeah. Luke Cage is very in-your-face and tells you like it is, and Danny Rand is very, like... Oh, one with the universe. And like, yeah. Just doing all that shit. And then like Luke Cage, like the fuck's that shit? <laughs> oh, I don't. Yeah. Like uh... including Iron Fist as like a secondary character. That's kind of on the outskirts. That's very weird. Would make him more likable as a tune as in tune to being like, get to know him, get to love him. Like, no, I don't fucking care about him. He seems weird and dumb. Yeah. Like I, I, I like that idea that, that pitch you just had, but I just don't, think that the actor they chose for Iron Fist would make that any good. Like, I have no faith in this Finn Jones guy. No, he's awful, but if he was made more secondary character and more in the background, it would be, he would be more digestible as opposed to just stuffing us down, stuffing him down our throats and being like, don't you love Iron Fist? <laughs> I fucking hate him. <laughs> no. Like, in small doses, I think they could easily edit him to an extent where he could be, okay, that's Iron Fist. Yeah. But outside of that, because he's the fucking star of the show, you can't do that. No, and I fucking hate him. Yeah. God, what a terrible season this was. I was. I came into this review thinking I was going to be more sympathetic towards it. And then I just finished it tonight and I was like, no, it doesn't deserve it. <laughs> it's a bad show all it's around. It's awful. It's fucking awful. The it's... acting is bad and over the top or just not good. Yeah. And for a martial arts master, the fucking fighting in this is atrocious. I fell asleep through through episodes and I woke up being like, oh, well, maybe I'll catch up on what happened in the next episode. Turn it on. Oh, I didn't miss a fucking thing. Okay. No. Because that's just it. <laughs> 13 hours of fucking the show, nothing changes. Oh, fucking the show. Nothing fucking changes. No. 
The Meachams start by owning Rand Industries. The Meachams end by owning Rand Industries. Yeah. Fucking Danny Rand comes back from Kunlun aloof. He goes to find Kunlun at the end. It's not there. Guess what? He's going to go back to New York. (laughs) Aloof. Yeah. The only thing that happens is Harold dies. Fucking who cares? And who cares? He would have been like a weird villain to keep alive. He's no purple man. Yeah. He wasn't even fucking Cottonmouth. Like, yeah. Cottonmouth was fucking great. Yeah. And pissed when he died. Yeah. Ugh. This show. But, I, yeah, you definitely need to, like, voice how fucking pissed you are with this. Because I feel like this is, this is what I'm afraid of when it comes to comic book content in general. Is like... It's turning into that extent where they're just like, we'll just give them a character and they'll love it. No, I want a good fucking story. Yeah. I don't care who Iron Fist is. I'm, I want to know what Iron Fist the show is. I don't care about Iron Fist the comic book character. Right. So give me something that I can watch and be like, that was a good show. Not a good character, a good fucking show. Um... You know, actually, um, I heard that uh, there's one fight scene in this between Iron Fist and, like, a drunken master type person. Yeah. I know it was, like, episode five or six or something. And the one only go to China or some shit, which is pretty much a dock they put in Chinese shit on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that guy was, uh, is like, the runner-up for to play Iron Fist before Finn Jones got it. Yeah. The guy who did the drunken master fights and stuff. Yeah. And they gave it to this Finn Joan guy instead. So they put fucking the drunken master fighter in this as like just a cameo or whatever. And yeah. even that fight was not great. But I like that it was a different style of fighting and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. I mean, anyway, I was going to say something else. Oh, I was going to say just an interesting fast fact about the comic. Um. So in the show, the Iron Fist is supposed to be the protector from people from the hand or whatever. But in the comic book, the iron fist is supposed to protect the world from the Phoenix from the X-Men because he's got the power of the dragon and she's got the power of like the Phoenix and they're supposed to like counteract each other and like be at all at war with each other at all times. Yeah. So like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Just a fun fact. I wanted to throw out there. That has nothing to do with the show. whatsoever. (laughs) It's just something that's I think is better than the show. Fair enough. So JT, I think we've talked about that enough. Yeah. What would you F uh, there you go. F. It's not good. It's awful. It's the fact that it is thirteen hours makes it even worse. It's it's the biggest waste of my fucking time ever. This this is like what <laughs> I was saying before is like what felt like fucking homework yeah. to get this. This is, like, the least fun thing I've done for the show ever. (sighs) It was so goddamn much. So much and so much fucking time wasted. Really was. I... I am... I'm not even looking forward to him being in the Defenders. Like, I I don't fucking care. That's coming out this summer. But, like, I just think he's gonna... If he's portrayed, though, exactly the way he was in this, I'm just like, he's gonna fucking ruin the show. Yeah. And there's so many strong things that are leading up to the Avengers... Or the Defenders, except for this. Yeah, I know. Like, just just go back to Kunlun. 
Get no the one fuck wants out you. of here. No one wants you here. Anyone can obviously beat you up. Yeah. Because you're, <laughs> Get you're the fuck dealing out with here. a guy that has unbreakable skin and super strength. Yeah. Fucking a woman that can totally mop the floor with you because she's super strong and yeah. can possibly fly. Yeah. And Daredevil, who can fucking run circles around yeah. you. Yeah, I've seen him in way more fucking, like, horrible fight scenes than you have. Like, I've seen him in, like, way better, like... Actually seems like he can fight somebody yeah. type fight scenes. Rosario like, Dawson has beaten more hand than Iron Fist has. Yeah. She was good in this too. Like, yeah, she they, was really they good. I thought they brought her in to be like, please. Save this show. Please save this. <laughs> like there's been so many times, there's like so many like lines she dropped in here where like he would say weird dumb bullshit and she's like, I'm out of here. I don't <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm yeah. caught, like there's like at least like two or three times where like he's like, I I need to do this. And she's like, I think that's really stupid. Yeah. Well, all right. I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Claire Temple was a highlight in this for she sure. Was. She yeah, was. Yeah. Forgot about it. Anytime her. she showed up, I was like, thank God. Yes. Something that I can watch. Yes. Anyway, let's move on from Iron Fist to part two of our Kung Tufer. Of our Kung Tufer. Power Rangers. Go, go. Go, go. Um, budget of $100 million. Opening weekend. Um, you have to crack into some of the ones oh, down there. damn it. All right. Keep we, going. Um, had an opening weekend of $40.3 So it hit that estimated uh, opening weekend. Uh, domestically, uh, has made $46.6 Worldwide, 65.3. Ooh. Not too bad for its uh, first worldwide weekend. Made oh, yeah. a little more than half of its dough back, so right that's on. good. That's good. That's a good start. Um, has an IMDb score of 7.1 and a Rotten Tomato score of 46%. Fared a little better than uh, Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the IM- IMDb better. score is lower. Actually, oh, than Iron Fist by point four. I don't. I don't give a shit about IMDb. <laughs> it's it's so, so, so weird. Like I always like putting the IMDb score in there because it is like a <laughs> always fucking way different. <laughs> this, but it never makes any sense. Yeah, <laughs> just like a certain class of people use IMDb. <laughs> yes, a really certain moviegoer. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, I uh not Iron Fist. Fuck Iron Fist. We're done with that. Fuck it. Power Rangers yeah. is a new take on the classic Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It came out in the nineties. Oh yeah. In our heyday. Oh yeah. JT. I did. I had plenty of time where I was playing Power Rangers in the backyard. Yep. With friends of mine. Yes. Fighting invisible putty patrollers. Yep. Yep. Defeating the likes of Lord Zed and Rita Repulsa. Oh yeah. Afternoon after afternoon. Mm. <laughs> uh, so this is kind of like, not so much of a a gritty remake of it. It's slightly darker, I would it, say. Yeah, du- I don't know if it's darker or not. More of like a, more earnest. It's definitely more adult. Yes, definitely <laughs> more adult. Takes the subject matter more seriously. Yeah. Uh... Throws a modern 
twists into like what was just is not what like a campy like just rehashed version of an old Japanese show. Yeah, <laughs> they t- take it for what it uh uh not take it for what it was. They just totally remade what it was into something uh possibly more pal. It is more palatable than the show. If you go back and watch the show, oh, yeah. it's not <laughs> as good as you remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lots of using the same footage over and over again. Yes, which we realized <laughs> on one of your birthday parties. We, yeah, we when, tried to watch the whole Green Ranger saga <laughs> on one of my birthdays one year. A five-part Green Ranger saga, and it's it was real hard. Yeah. Real hard to get through. And when you realize each 22-minute episode has five minutes of the same footage every single episode. So they really, and <laughs> I want, okay. That brings up something I want to talk about <laughs> for a second. E- like five minutes of every episode is usually them morphing and the dinosaurs coming out. Yeah. Plus they have all the other footage from Japan that they just spliced in. Yeah. So how much footage did they actually have to f- shoot for? Probably like five, 10 minutes. Oh my god, that would have been the life. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's all I wanted to say about that. <laughs> um, So yeah, Power Rangers, defeating the likes of Rita Repulsa and her evil ways. Yes. In this Power Rangers remake. JT, what do you think? Spoiler free at first. Spoiler free? Um, I thought this movie actually started out very, very strong. Mm-hmm. I got It got me really excited in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because they took a lot more... It felt like they cared a lot more than I thought they were going to in the beginning. Like, yeah. A lot of the uh, the shots and the uh, different things they did in terms of trying to, um, like, uh, play back... Like, play past the, like... Um, <sighs> what the fuck am I trying to think of? <laughs> like, the... Uh, like the stereotypes of like a of like a movie like this, sure. like they actually tried to let you get to know the Rangers in general, like yeah. the characters that they were, and I really enjoyed that. But then it gets to a point where they just kind of were like, eh, "We got to save some money," and they did like <laughs> something where I was like, "Really?" Like, well, not to completely spoil it, but like they go balls deep in a fucking training montage. Oh. And it just feels like they stick with that with the sheer fact of we don't have enough money to actually make them rangers all the time. Mm. And with that, and then compared to how one character acts in the beginning and then how they act near the middle, where it, it's very convenient for for the time, I was like, hey, you're just making this dumber and dumber and dumber. <laughs> and then by the time they get to the end... I feel like they did not give me enough where I was satisfied with the Power Ranger action in general. Okay. Um, I feel like the, the movie did start really strong. I enjoyed yeah. all of the actors in this. I thought they were really good. Yeah. Like, a lot better than I guess I expected it to be. Because I expected everything in this to be really campy, cheesy. Yeah. And just, like... A fun kind of bad movie. Yeah. And the actors in this really surprised me. I'm like, they're really going for it. They're like taking this seriously. And I'm 
I'm into this yeah. right now. Like, I believe you. Yeah. Um, Brian Cranston as Zordon is really good. Yeah, he's really good. Um, Alpha 5 was there. We'll talk about him later. Um, <laughs> but they threw in almost every aspect of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, if you remember it. Yeah. Like, into this somehow. Mm-hmm. And so I was actually surprised at, like, even at the fan service that they had. Yeah. And I don't feel like it really, they, um, it didn't overcomplicate the plot, but I, but I can't really tell that because I do have some nostalgia for it. So I know where it's going, Yeah, but I can't tell if people knowing nothing going into this, maybe if they can f- sense of what is to come or if they really care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe I can get more into it in spoilers. Okay, yeah. But um, I, I liked the subtle twists that they had on... Um, There's quite a the few twists to the Power Ranger lore yeah, that they had on it. Especially, um, like, actually talking about why they need to defend Angel Grove. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just, like... It making no sense why there's big monsters always attacking Angel Grove. Right, yeah, yeah, that was really good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I... I I felt like it went into it expecting not much and came out pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it was definitely better than I thought it was going to be. Or, well, like, I, I went in, like, expect... I just wanted, like, a... Just, like, a regular Power Rangers, like, yeah, just give me Power Rangers yep. or whatever. And it gave me a movie that I didn't expect, but I still liked. But then when they did try to give me what I wanted, I wasn't satisfied. All right. Fair enough. I'm intrigued of what you got got to say okay because i think we both may surprise each other okay okay as we squint at each other yeah <laughs> that's why i want to leave this for the end because my my review for this is way more complicated than iron fist i fucking hated iron fist oh yeah iron fist dead in the dead to rights dog dog shit as fuck. <laughs> uh oh yeah okay so power rangers um so don't give a grade but would you suggest people to check this out you know what i would it was a lot of fun, and they do a lot of cool character stuff in the beginning, especially a lot of, like, things where there's some things that, like, stuck out to me where there was kind of a surprise. Okay. So, yeah, it was it was, it was kind of fun. I, I would definitely... I, I don't know if I would go to the theater and see it, but I would definitely say rent it. Okay. I would... Yeah, I would, um... I would say check it out in the theater. Like, it's it's a blockbustery type of movie it'd be fun to see on the big okay. screen yeah if you're into blockbusters and stuff check that out but if you need if you want to wait on it it's i don't think you're missing much this is what i'll say like if you are a fan of power rangers i think you'll in- enjoy seeing this in the theater okay if it's not your thing wait to see it okay because i either way i don't think For, you'll be yeah. disappointed all right yeah all right so let's spoil it up do it up um so the very opening scene in this shows that Zordon used to be the Red Ranger, which I don't think is spoilers. I think that no, was already out. That was in out. the show. Was it? He was a Red Ranger in the show, too. Oh, I guess I never remembered that. Yeah. Because when he gives it to Jason, he was like, you should be honored. I was the Red Ranger at one point or whatever. Oh, well, before, I just before, before Rita put him in this other dimension where he's broadcasting himself, I guess. Where he's just a head tube. Yeah. Yep. Or whatever. But then in the first movie, he's like actually in the tube like in the Ivan Ooze movie 
because they like he goes in there, breaks the command center, and he's like a man laying in that. Yeah, I don't fucking. <laughs> that sh- it doesn't that, that matter. That so fucking dog shit. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So it shows like the actual Power Rangers way back in the dinosaur yeah. times, fucking. Which would make sense why they were dinosaurs because that was like what they knew. Yeah, I thought that was a really good connection yeah. of like between why they. Well, this is a line in the movie like. They, the Zord, we modeled the Zords after the beasts of the age that we are on the earth and they were yeah. happen to be the dinosaurs. Yeah. Except then, it doesn't make any sense why there's a Mastodon and a saber tooth tiger there. Cause that came way later. No but, one knows that. <laughs> they don't know that. I, I know that. And it kind of was a nitpick kids, that I kids, had. Kids don't know that. <laughs> but, uh, but no, but then they even like bring up where it's like Zoran was the one that like, uh, summoned like the... Asteroid that destroyed the Earth. Yeah, for to, a last ditch yeah. effort to just yeah to to make sure Rita did not get the the crystal like whatever the Zeo crystal Zeo crystal yeah yeah. So I was like, oh my god, that's really smart. And you, Brian Cranston is like the Red Ranger, and yeah. he like loses, and you see him like power down, and yeah. his suit come off, and he's like a complete alien, and all yeah. that shit. And even though like the action in the beginning was really stylized, like it still like l- had a really cool look to itself. Where I was like, oh, I'm kind of cool. I'm kind of curious to see how this action looks. Yeah, me too. Like that was really that was, I I really enjoyed it, and yeah. they put a spin on Rita Repulsa as well as like her being yeah the she was the evil Green, Green Ranger. Well, yeah. she was the Green Ranger. Yeah, she and was then Green she Ranger and turned and yeah. turned, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. I like that idea. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, he calls the meteor down, so it's, like, the meteor that destroys the dinosaurs and puts all this shit into the Ice Age, and no Power Rangers up until the current day. Yes. And then, uh, uh, well, let's just go through the cast. The I thought the kid that was, Jason was really strong. I like Jason, yeah. He was really good. He kind of looks like a Zac Efron. Like he a, does. Like a discount Zac Efron. Yeah. But... Really good, really yeah. strong. Like I thought, I heard like something like a mixture between Zac Efron and uh, oh shit, uh, Joker, the guy that played Joker on Gotham. No, on um, uh, Suicide Squad, Jared Leto. Oh, Jared. Okay, he's like a mixture of Zac Efron and Jared Leto. Sure, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, but no, he was. I thought he was good. Yeah, really good. Um, the. Kimberly was like all the kids are great in this. Yeah, the weakest ones I think were the kid who played Zach. Yeah, Zach seemed kind of like like I didn't really like. At one point, they threw in like a last ditch effort to give him like a little bit of an arc. Yeah, or a little bit just of something to connect yeah. to with him, and it was like just enough that I was yeah. like, okay, you're fine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, all right, dude. All right, dude. I'll, I'll forgive you. <laughs> but otherwise, I didn't really like him. So, but they, the two that they give the least amount to do is Zach and Trini. Yeah, I think out of the five, Zach was probably the weakest actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I think the three that I was more drawn to were Jason, Billy, and Trini. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like I think. I think you know what me too actually. Yeah, cause like yeah, cause Zach was kind of like a weak actor, and then like when they get into like Trini's backstory, I was like, really? Cause she like builds up like, guys, you have nothing. I, like I I I've seen some shit. I've gone through <laughs> some real bad shit. And then when yeah. they actually get into it, you're like, I mean, it's 
bad, but it's like, <laughs> it's not something you're going to deal with the rest of your life like everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kimberly was good. Except she kind of turns out to be a little bit of a shitty person. She's a real shitty person. And then she kind of makes it where it's like, don't you feel bad for me? No. I don't. Not, not once in this. I don't. Yeah, I think you're really, you're an awful, like, they even have that shit in the beginning where, like, they're, like, like those girls are bullying her, and you're like, oh, what the, f-? so what, what did she do? Like, yeah. why are they so shitty to her? And then they show, and it's like, why weren't you shittier to her? <laughs> like, why weren't you worse? You should have been way worse to her than you were. I still don't understand that whole thing. Like, that whole thing why, like, Kimberly is, like, being shit on. Like, I know why she is. Yeah. I got the gist of it, but it still doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? Like, so she is in trouble with everybody because she showed, she like passed around like a naked picture of somebody. The, the one of the, one of the girls that was picking on her. But like, what doesn't make any sense is like, I don't understand how this went down because it, the way it was explained in the movie was like the girl sent Kimberly a naked picture and then she showed somebody and then it got around the school. I think it was something where I think the girl sent her boyfriend the picture. So she got it and was going to send it to her boyfriend being like, is this what you want? But then she sent it to a bunch of people. I didn't, I don't think that's it. That's what I, that's what I kind of got from it. Because it made no fucking sense. And I tried to, like, listen to another review to see if they got it. And they didn't understand it either. They're like, so the chick sent Kimberly a naked picture of her. And she sent it to her boyfriend saying, is this the kind of girl you want? And then that picture of that girl spread through the school. It doesn't make any sense. And then, but anyway... It felt like some you, really petty high school bullshit, and like the minute she started talking about it, I was like, "I don't, I don't care. fucking care." But like, okay, but then, uh, <laughs> but then, hold on. Then if if you just take it like, "Oh, Kimberly leaked a naked picture of this chick," whatever, just simplify at that. Sure. At the end, where like there's more action going down, like something happens to that girl's car where it gets crushed. Yeah. And then Kimberly's like, "That's what you get," and I'm like. What? <laughs> you bitch! <laughs> that girl has taken all of the abuse. You have just been blamed for it, which rightfully so, you should be. And you also got... Man, fuck you, Kimberly. <laughs> like, you're not likable whatsoever I at all. I fucking hate you, Kimberly, so much. Um, There's actually a lot of stuff that I can nitpick at this movie <laughs> a lot. But, like, it still doesn't change, like, my view of the... Like, I can nitpick this movie so it sounds like it's an F, and I don't think it's an F. I'll give my grade later. Yeah. But, like, um... I can nitpick the shit out of this. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Jason's good. Kimberly's weird, so I'm figured out. <laughs> Zach is kind of weak. Um, you said... I, I really enjoyed Trini... Yeah, like they don't Let's they don't go they don't go too far into Trini's backstory, but she's someone I'm sympathetic with, where she's definitely part of like a family that she doesn't feel like she's a part of. Because I'm yeah. definitely one of the, I'm part of one of those families where it's like everyone in my family is super sports oriented. Yeah, and, you're and I'm the like black the guy. Sheep. Yeah, I'm like in the back and the guy in the back in the corner where it's like what what don't you like Brett Favre? Look at Brett Favre. <laughs> like, I don't 
fucking care. <laughs> so yeah, so I I can see where she's coming from, where it's like a bunch like this family like being like, why why don't you hang out with us more? Because I don't know what you people like. <laughs> like I'm not on that same spectrum with you. And but then she goes even more into detail where it's like she also talks about like being gay. Yeah. But and like, very vaguely. Yeah, it's very vague. Like, she's like, oh, we had girlfriends. And it's like, oh, all right, well, yeah, that's cool, whatever. But, like, uh, yeah, but it, it's, it's it seems like more of, like, she's an outcast not knowing where she belongs kind of thing. The thing that, like, is weird with that is, like, yeah, she feels like she's an outcast, but it feels like she does it to herself. Yeah. Because there's that one scene that, like, at the dinner table where there's two younger siblings a mom that's completely crazy, and I can feel maybe yeah. that's why she's like that. Yeah. But, like, the dad is completely, like, understanding, it seems like. And yeah. just, like, would be like, do you want to talk about anything? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm totally open here if you want to talk. And she's just like, whatever. <laughs> it's like, I don't think he deserves like that put, at all. If you put in this chaotic situation, you can kind of see... The only one chaotic was the mom. Yeah, but even in that situation, it's like... It, it, it's hard. It's hard to fucking open up because then like, if you feel like, especially if she's in the room, like you feel like the minute you open up about something, then she reads into something and then you're like, then it's back to being fucking crazy old shit. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you come out as a lesbian to your parents? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I've been put in plenty of situations where it's like a, like a, parent opens up to you like what do you want to talk about and then you talk and then the other parents like what do you mean by that and like never mind fine <laughs> um the last character in this is billy which i think is like the most like the biggest departure from mm-hmm. what you would classically think of like billy to be yeah and i really i think i really like this portrayal of this i really like billy yeah in i this. like billy in this there's, um, well, it comes out that he's, like, autistic in this. Yeah, which... well, more like Asperger's. Like, they say he's on the spectrum, and it seems like he's more of kind of like a, um, like, very, <sighs> fuck, what's it called? Like, um, <sighs> shit, I don't know, but it's, like, very perfection-based. Okay. Like, uh... OCD, obsessive-compulsive, kind of. okay. I took it more as autism, because when people say they're on the spectrum, that usually means they have autism. Like, he's, he's, he's like, right on the borderline. Like, they, that's how they, that's the thing that I don't like about, like, it seems kind of like an ongoing trend in this, where it's, like, if you want a likable character, then you kind of, like, say, like, oh, they're on the spectrum. Like, they're kind of, uh, like, borderline Asperger's autism kind of thing. So then it's, like, you can put them through things and you can make them do like something that would people consider dickish but then it's like oh but they have Asper- they have Asperger's so we can like forgive it and like I do like how this this like how he portrayed it but in, in a certain sense there was a few times in there where they kind of like made it where it's like he was the weaker link where I was like that kind of seemed like not good <laughs> What do you mean, like, the weaker link? Like, when they did the whole thing where, like, they were jumping over the gorge and everyone did it, like, perfectly fine. And then it's like, oh, gosh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Like, just do a Billy and he does it and then he almost falls off. Where, like, there was a few, there's a few times in there where it's, like, because of his condition, like, he's the weaker link. 
Like he's yeah. the one. He's the one that dies. He's the one that can't jump the gorge right away. He's the one that's always kind of like worrying about things. Like, oh, come on, Billy, get together. Come on, let's do this. And then like. I don't know. Like, there was a few times in there where they kind of, like, almost treated him like the pet instead of, like, the member of the group. I wouldn't go that far, but, like, no, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. But even in, like, the original Power Rangers show, like, Billy kind of played that same role. Like, yeah. he was, like, kind of the nerd and the, the more of the outcasts and all the other, yeah. like, jockish ones. Yeah, but... I don't know if you're gonna if it, it's a really touchy subject when you actually bring up like people with that kind of disorder and they feel like well like not disorder but like that kind of state of mind and then like actually like portraying him as like like the weaker link in certain points like it felt kind of like I don't know well I I never even took him as like the weaker link in this it's... yeah like there was some times in there where they actually did kind of make him seem like he was a stronger member of the group like he was the first one to get his suit. Right. And stuff. But, I don't know. Like, in the long run, it kind of felt like they were just like, oh, Billy. Like, yeah. he was kind of like that, where it's like, they still treat him like he was way different. And he was way different because he was on the spectrum, quotations. Yeah. I well, I happen to enjoy that. The only complaint that I have with it is that, like, as it goes farther in to the movie, it seems like he gets less and less like that. Yeah. As the movie goes on, and I'm like, that's weird. You're taking a little bit of a departure from it. Yeah. As the action kind of ramps up. Yeah. But I feel like they could have easily portrayed it. They could have easily gone without him bringing up the fact that he has, he's on the spectrum. And just portray him as that character. And it would have been fine. But I feel like that's what movies do nowadays. Is that they in- introduce that where it's like, no one's going to hate him because he's a man, he's... Somebody with these, like, mental incapacities. So mm. th- they're going to like him regardless. So then, like, when something happens to him, then you are going to feel bad for him. Because, like, oh, well, he's 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 borderline autistic, so we have to feel sorry for him. Oh. I, I didn't find anything. I, I liked the, the whole thing yeah, about I, it. Yeah, like I said, cool. I liked the character. I just, it just felt like they crowbarred that in to be, like, just in case. Hmm. Right on. Okay. <laughs> Um, what did you think of, uh, Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa? Because a lot of other things that I saw before I saw the movie, they, that, this was like one of their least favorite parts. Yeah. Um, but I personally thought, like, because a lot of the ones I heard or read said that she's like way over the top. And so I was like, I, I don't know what I was expecting, like. I guess, like, uh, a comparison would be, like, Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Yeah. I guess, over the top. And it wasn't that at all. In fact, I don't think I felt like she... It took me out of the movie whatsoever. Yeah. As, like... Because it starts kind of low-key and kind of creepy. And then as the movie gets, like, a little more action-y, like, a little more, like... Uh, like... You gotta take into, a, like... Effect that this is a movie about an alien power source giving people yeah. karate powers yeah. and making them invulnerable, and like this is the villain they have to go up against. Yeah, you got to take all of that into consideration. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I didn't think Elizabeth Banks was like played it way out there at all. No, I thought she was just what she needed to be in this in this movie. No, yeah, I I liked Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa. Like they did enough. 
with her where she was over the top, but it's like, if you take any kind of like alien type being, you can make them as over the top as you want. That's just what they are. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. She's not a fucking human being. Yeah. She's not like some fucking like cold hitman that's coming in and fucking, <laughs> she's fucking Rita Repulsa. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like she did enough creepy stuff in there where it was like, I, yeah, she seemed like a threat. And like I, I, I liked Rita Repulsa for what she was in this. Yeah, right on. Up to an extent, up until like half, like forty-five minutes into the movie, oh then my. there's some like fucking oh shit in there. Oh god! Where I was like, God damn it! <laughs> we'll get into that. All right. Um. Well, what do you want to continue with here? We got kind of like the characters and stuff okay. down. And... Um. So I yeah. So I love the beginning. Like they did, they did, they flush out the characters enough where I'm I'm loving all of them. They do some really cool uh, shots, like the one with Jason leaving the, the high school. And was the, really and fucking the, cool. In the, the truck. truck, yeah, that was a really like cool the revol- shot. The revolving shot where it was it was like disorienting, but it was also kind of like that's how I would feel like in a car chase, where I'm like constantly looking behind, like in front of me, behind me, like making sure no one's in. Yeah, like I felt like it was really like a really cool like car chase. Yeah, I thought it was really good too. There was a fucking bull jerking off a bull joke in here, like yeah, out of nowhere for <laughs> no like, reason. <laughs> like right at the beginning of the movie, <laughs> I was like, I think I've heard this joke before. Yeah, but it's like I'm like, this is a this weird is a way to Power start. Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> but like that, and they do the whole thing with like the 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 movie trope of like outrunning the train. Like we just saw that in Logan, even. Oh yeah, sure. And they do it in this where it's like. They don't. <laughs> yeah, that was... And, it was, and, like, I, that and was... it's like, oh, shit! Like, you expect to be like, oh, they're gonna outrun the train, awesome. Nope! This fucking <laughs> the runs right smashes the shit yeah, out of it. Yeah, but it was awesome. Yeah, that, like, there's so much cool shit in here, it was like, fuck, I can't wait for them, for them to become rangers, like, to see what they do with that shit. Yeah. And they finally get to the point where it's like, you're gonna become rangers, you're gonna become rangers... And you don't become <laughs> rangers. Well, let's do a fucking long ass training montage <laughs> where you're in a fucking cave fighting virtual putty patrollers, which means no stakes. Yeah. Nothing's happening. You're just training. Yeah. So what does? Why? Why am I watching you train? Why am I watching you fight a bunch of virtual figures? Yeah. And they do that for quite a while. Yeah, for yeah, for being a Power Rangers movie, there's not a lot of Power Rangers yeah. in this. You, if we want to see him in the suits and do the whole Megazord thing, it's the last 20... 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's at the very end. Only yeah. at one point before that is like Billy gets his suit because it's weird in this. They just can't take their Power Morpher mm-hmm. and like. And just change. They and, have to work together as a team. Yeah, they have to, like, be as one, and then only then will they be yeah. able to transform. But then, even then, they still have a, a, a fucking crazy-ass scene where Zack joyrides his Mastodon Zord for no reason. Uh, let's, hold on, let's touch on the Zords <laughs> a little, in a little bit, because I, I got not good things to say about it. Yeah, but no, like, it just <laughs> felt like they got to a point where it was like, all right, here we go. Let's make the rest of this movie. Oh, we're out of money? Uh, well, then let's just let them fight a bunch of virtual shit in a fucking cave for a fucking 15 minutes. Well, anything that they're fight is fucking CG in this. Yeah. Um, they do, but it felt like no stakes. It felt like they're fucking... It's, 
I'm watching a training montage, which is good for a boxing movie, but not for a fucking Power Rangers movie, where they're supposed to be Power Rangers. They're just being people fighting things that don't exist. Yeah, I didn't have as much uh, as an issue with that portion of it as I did maybe uh, maybe the last 10 or 20 minutes of it or so. Yeah. Um, I thought it was weird, though, that can they morph without being on those platforms? I don't know. Obviously, they can because Billy did it. Yeah. But it was just so weird... But uh, you know what was a weird twist um, that uh, Zordon was trying to, like, almost trick them into, like... Yeah, like, he wanted to use their morphing power to bring himself back into the world or something. Yeah, and I was like, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah. Like, Zordon comes off as a dick in this, and I actually like that. Me too. Yeah. I liked it all, and I liked the, uh, like, pin art. I didn't. I liked it more than just the head and the tube. I like yeah, that. Yeah, like can he can move around. The room. around. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really good, and it looked yeah. really cool too. Yeah. I like that. Um, but yeah, then you find out because um, at this point, like Billy dies in this movie. Yeah, what that was a dumb fucking scene too. His whole dying thing. Just the leading up to that, because they do that whole thing where they they fight Rita. Yeah. And she beats the shit out of him. Yeah. And then she ties them up against a boat, and then she fucking gets the information out of him where the Zeo crystal is. And I was like, oh shit, here we go. Something's gonna happen to fucking intervene. She's like, well, I'm just gonna kill one of you. And then she leaves. And it's like, I've watched you kill numerous people in this fucking movie. Why can't you kill five people that have this power? Yeah. You have them dead to rights. They're yeah. all tied up. They're going to... You can kill them. Just stab them. Stab them. <laughs> kill them all. But you're... No, I'm going to kill one of you, and then I'm leaving. Well, then we wouldn't have a Power Rangers movie, Joel. They'd be dead. I don't fucking care. They could easily have something to intervene or something where it's like, <laughs> that's where they get their powers of fucking fight or off, whatever. I don't care. But it was so fucking dumb. Like, it defeated the purpose of what Rita was like she was all hell bent on I'm gonna kill people to get gold to make Goldar alright that's your motivation like you're you're this unstoppable force that kills anything that gets in your path she finds five people that are the most qualified to get into her path and she doesn't <laughs> fucking ki- she kills one of them yeah. yeah so why should I fucking why should I even believe that you're trying to even achieve your goal. You're a fucking idiot. You're the biggest fucking moron. And that's the one that's by that point. I was like, I'm over reader repulsa. She's officially dumb, a dumb fucking character to me. <laughs> oh, I thought it was fine. <laughs> like I didn't, I care. thought it was the dumbest fucking scene in the whole fucking movie. I, I that wasn't the dumbest scene in the movie. The, the, uh, dumbest scene I thought in the movie was, the whole CG monster versus CG Megazord. Like, that... Well, that was dumb just because it looked shitty. Yeah, and I... I by that... Okay, by that point, I've already wanted more Power Rangers things to happen. Yeah. And that point, like, the fight only lasts, like, two minutes. Yeah, they fight putties for, like, maybe a minute, and they're like, oh, shit, there's a big monster, let's get our zords. Yeah, and so they... And then the zords look like shit, so then all that shit looks awful. 
Yeah, the Zords look like complete garbage. Yeah. Like, the only one that's even recognizable is, like, maybe the T-Rex one and the Pterodactyl because it's, like, a jet. Yeah. But, like, otherwise, like, I can't tell what it's just Triceratops, the Sabertooth Tiger, the Mastodon. Like, they all have weird, like, six legs. They look, like, I thought the Mastodon looked like a beetle. (laughs) Like, they're, they're, the one complaint I have with that and their suits is that they're way over-designed. Yeah. Like, granted, they're alien tech, and I eventually settled into the way the suits looked. Yeah. But th- I do think they're way too busy looking. Yeah. And, but I do like their, their, like, crystalline, and they, like, come out of their yeah. skin or whatever, because it's, yeah. like, alien technology. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I actually like the deep space diamond on their chest. Yeah. I thought that was cool, but I thought there's a lot too much going on with the costumes, and maybe when they do the sequel, they can simplify it a little bit. Yeah. But the Zords are way over-designed mm-hmm. to the point where, like, I do not like the look of them, yeah. and I like the look of a Megazord even less. I hate the look of that Megazord. Yeah, also, I don't, even, I don't think the, the look of the Megazord was even memorable. I can barely recall what it even looked like. It was just like a... a it looked exactly like Goldar, except gray. Because <laughs> Goldar was... I didn't like Goldar either. Like, I got why she... Like, if Goldar was the fucking monster that she needed to help throw over, like overthrow fucking the world, whatever, it's yeah. fine. He died 65 million years ago in that exact spot. So that's why there's a gold mine in Angel Grove. So she's digging up all the gold again to make Goldar. <laughs> Got it. Fine. But Goldar in the show was an actual person. Like, well, not a person, but like a being with yeah. just gold-clad armor on. Like a big monkey monster with gold armor. Yeah, and he was like Rita's number two. like, But like yeah. a real person she can talk to. Yeah. Not just a like a personality of nothing. Like, it's just yeah. a big amorphous blob. Yeah. But I, like, for what this show, what this movie was worth, I didn't hate that. It's just that, I don't know. Like, I felt like there was so many opportunities to, like, have them operate as Power Rangers. Like, you think of the fucking rogues gallery of Power Rangers villains? Yeah. They could have easily had, like, a scene where they're just, like, they fight a bunch of putty patrollers as Power Rangers they fucking fight like King Sphinx or Black Knight or some fucking yeah. crazy out there like monster that almost beats them, and then they're like, "We need to reexamine like who we are as Rangers before we get to this big battle with Goldar or whatever." But they don't do they don't do that. They just have a bunch of random boring scenes where you watch them do dumb shit with a fucking virtual putty for the like for what seemed like a long fucking time. This movie they didn't do shit with that. It just felt like like they flush out these characters and I was like fuck yeah I want to see them as rangers and they don't give it that to you they barely give it to you yeah like even like in the fight scenes as the, with them as rangers it's like it's not like like set out choreographed scenes it's like cool kick cut away and then oh, punch them cut away yeah there's it's, not there's no fight scenes it's like watch them do a move and then cut away real fast what you see in the trailer is almost all of it yeah it's barely anything yeah and then they just get their, their Zords right away, which their Zords look like shit, so all that action looks, like, dumb. Yeah. So I'm, ugh. Like, any, anything they did as Rangers, like, 
If you go into this not expecting a Power Rangers movie, then you'll like it. But I came in wanting to see Power Rangers. I wanted to see fucking Power Rangers! <laughs> and they didn't give that to me. They gave me barely any of that. And then what they did give me, I fucking hated. I didn't... Well, yeah, I, I liked... I wanted to see more of the stuff in the suits for sure, but I did not like the Megazords or any of the Zord stuff or Goldar at all. Yeah. Because it had no personality. Yeah. It was just like a bland ending to what was a pretty decent movie. I would say a very enjoyable movie. Yeah. And then the end was just blah. Yeah, but it sucked when you go in expecting a Power Rangers movie and then they give you this. Like, you're like, oh, I love these characters. I want to see them as Power Rangers. But they don't give you the Power Rangers. They give you these characters where it's like, they're fine. I don't... I, I like them. But they do jack shit as what the fucking movie told me they were going to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we brought it up before, but the... Oh, well, before I bring it up, did you notice that the last move is a German suplex? <laughs> that's how oh, they yeah. defeat Goldar? That's a, yeah, that's what they did. Yeah, they were doing that shit in their fucking virtual thing. Was like, this is your special move. <laughs> a dangerous like, a, German. A German suplex? <laughs> but anyway, uh, we brought it up before that uh, the there's a mid credit scene in which they tease the Green Ranger, Tommy yeah. Oliver. Yeah. And so, of the five sequels they have planned for this movie, at least one of them is going to introduce possibly uh, the Green Ranger, uh, an evil Green Ranger saga. So maybe, maybe we could see that. Maybe I'd yeah. be interested in seeing that. Yeah. Um, I don't have much else to say about the movie. No, so much. That's, um, about, that's about all I really got to say about it. Um, so, what would you grade this movie? Man, like it's it's a that first 45 minutes or so was really fun, and it really ramped me up for a really good Power Rangers movie, but it didn't give me a good Power Rangers movie. It gave me a, like, a small sputtering of what would be Power Rangers, and it's, for being amazing build-up to a very much of a letdown of a finale, I gotta give this, like, a, maybe a C. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it quite a bit more than I thought I would. And for that, I'm going to give it a B because I thought it did really good character development in the first chunk of the movie. Like we said. Yeah. And even though like there was a lack of actual power ranging in it, I was still kind of on board for what this movie was giving me besides like the lack of personality kind of in like, the last 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Like, I felt like it built, like, a really strong base of something that can continue from here, and I would go back to see a sequel. I would, too, but the thing is, it's like, uh... Like, yeah, you said they gave you a strong base. Yeah. But it's, like, a strong base without the building. <laughs> no, I, I believe it has got the building. It just doesn't it, have the top few floors. It didn't get... Yeah, I don't feel like it gave me what I came to see. Like, if it, if you give me a movie that says Power Rangers... Like, if you gave me a movie that's, like, Mighty Morphin people that are going to become Power Rangers, <laughs> this would be a good movie. That's but true. But this is Power Rangers. This is the fucking... I want to see them be who they're supposed to be. And if I go into this and I just see a bunch of kids... Like, training to be Power Rangers and then barely be Power Rangers, it's kind of a letdown to me. Yeah, I I, I can see where you're coming from, but I don't... I, I actually had fun with this movie. Like, I came out and be like, that was 
pretty that I I like that. That was good. Yeah. Um, I could have used more of it, and I don't necessarily agree with like aesthetically the design choices, but I I came out being like, all right, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. I think I don't know. There's only so much you can do with them being likable, but when it comes down to the action, like the things that you want to see, you need to deliver, and I don't think they delivered. Okay. Well, hopefully they deliver in a sequel and hear everybody else's yeah. cries because, like, you're not alone in your in your feelings. I'm hoping this is people. like the preacher season one of <laughs> yeah. Power Rangers. Yeah, like, yeah. this is the build up to what's going to be good Power Rangers movies in the in the se- in the horizon. Yeah, agreed. Well, JT, uh, there was a lot of martial arts we just talked about. Just oh now. my god, so I am- much. So tired. So much kung fu. Is there anything we else? We earned is- our black belt in reviewing tonight. <laughs> is there anything else that you've been into this last week that possibly wasn't kung fu inspired? Uh, I saw the movie Allied. Oh with yeah, Brad Pitt and Marianne Cotillard. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I enjoyed it. The first half is really good, even though you know they're gonna get out of it alive because they need to get to the second half. Yeah, there's a lot of very suspenseful moments. And it that's kind of like it throughout, even when they get to the point where they're doing the whole story about her, uh, like, being a spy and, like, trying to figure out whether or not she is or not. There's, like, they even, like, throw in things where, like, you're not even really sure what the truth is. And um, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. The only thing about it is that the ending felt like kind of a cop-out to me. Oh, boy. So, so like, take that for what it is, but... All in all, like, I really enjoyed it. Like, if you're into those, like, World War II spy thrillers, like, you might be kind of into it. Okay. So, yeah, go ahead and check out Allied. All right. All with, right. Uh, with Brad Pitt and Marianne Cotillard. And uh, I, uh, they put Fear the Walking Dead on Hulu. So I watched oh, the yeah? first two episodes of that. And, um, yeah, it's fine. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> There are some pretty gaping plot holes in that compared to also Walking Dead, but uh, I think the Walking Dead season finale is this weekend. It is. It is. We uh, we still need to watch the episode before that one. Like, th- there's actually some stuff they do in this in this season for Walking Dead that I'm really into. All right. Even though Molly keeps making fun of me because I still like it for some reason. <laughs> but I don't know. It's, I'm still on board. Like, I, I can definitely tell that there are some things in it that aren't well made. Uh-huh. But they have enough uh, plot devices going on in there where I'm like, I'm still on board. Right on, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Walking Dead. Or Fear the Walking Dead. Or just Walking Dead in general. Got it. How are you doing on that third compendium? I'm almost through it. I just finished the Negan stuff, and I fucking love how the war ends. Yes. Oh, it's so fucking good. Like, yes. I hope they do that for the actual show. Yes. It's so fucking... It's such a dick move on Rick's part. I love it. <laughs> but, yeah, that third compendium is amazing. Yep. And I can't wait to get into the fucking uh, Whisper stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh... So, yeah. Um, I don't think... There's really anything. Oh, it got back into Archer because they put the seventh season on Netflix. Oh, yeah. And God damn it, it's so fucking good. Good. I'm going to have to check that out then. I don't. <sighs> I wasn't a huge fan of the season before that, Archer Vice, and I really wanted to like it. And yeah. I just couldn't get into it as much. See, that, that's what I'm on because I, I, yeah, I didn't get into Archer Vice. And then Molly fucking loves Archer. She's like all caught up and she was like, 
She's like, oh my god, they can put the new season of Archer on Netflix. And I was like, yeah, all right. And she's like, no, <laughs> no, we're watching it. All right. All right, and I'm getting back into it now. Sweet. Good so, deal. Yeah. Archer for sure. Um, I uh, am still reading the Marvel Comics The Untold Story. Didn't get as much into it as I wanted because I've been watching a fuck ton of other things this last week. But uh, it's really interesting so far. So far I'm into the 1960s where like Spider-Man, the Hulk, and the X-Men are all created. And it's given the background and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty interesting. Really good. The dirt sheets on Marvel. Oh, shit. So that's good. Um, Also rewatched Blast from the Past this last weekend starring Brendan Fraser. You know but, what? I liked that movie a lot. And you know what? I think you would go back and like it again. Really? I think you would think that Brendan Fraser definitely played it weird. Because <laughs> I was when I was watching, I'm like, what a choice he made playing this character. I remember really enjoying that growing up when I saw that as a kid. And it's good because I forgot that... Uh... Oh, shit. What's his name? Um... Like, watching that Fuck. diner evolve, that was, like, right over Oh, yeah, the that was good. <laughs> that was the That best. was good. Like, the one just, this shithole's turning to hell! <laughs> <laughs> like, going from, like, this sweet mom and pop, like, malt shop to, like, yep. I quit doing heroin on the bar! <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I think he would actually, it, I think it holds up. Like, it's a little dated. Yeah. But, um... I uh, I really liked it. The fucking Christopher Walken, like, yeah, Christopher Walken <laughs> just killing it. I liked him. Yeah, it was good. I I haven't watched it in like probably ten years, and I was like, oh, man. Chelsea was like, we should watch Blast from the Past. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And it was good. I liked it. Yeah, dude, Blast from the Past is good. Catch that on HBO Go or Now or whatever you have. It's on there right now. I know. I I think I brought it up for we should watch it and shoot and like Molly kind of kibosh me on it. But I'm gonna try and push it for it. Push, baby, push, push. <laughs> um, but that's it. Nice. Also, oh hey, uh, RuPaul, RuPaul's Drag Race season nine started this past oh, week. Oh my! Got that beginning. Lady Gaga. What? First episode. Oh even. my god. Pulling out all the stops, JT. Crazy. Well, that is the show. Okay. Uh, Next week, we possibly have brought up doing Legion. Yes. It's series finale because season finale. Because we are on the cusp of Chelsea giving birth. (laughs) Yes. One of two shows might happen. Either (laughs) we might be doing Legion or me and Neil might be reviewing Get Out. <laughs> yes. If I'm here next week, we're doing Legion. We're doing Legion. And if I'm not, it's going to be it's Get gonna Out. It's going to be Get Out, which I need to watch it this weekend. Okay. But so one of one of those two shows will happen. If 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 me and Neil <laughs> happens, it's Chelsea's giving birth. Yes. <laughs> so It'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise. (laughs) Watch both of them and be prepared. Uh, So, yeah, I'll uh, start watching Legion. It's only eight eps, so. It is. The the finale is tonight, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think you'll enjoy it. I heard it's great. I want, want, just stick with it, because there's going to be some times where you might be kind of tested in terms of patience. I'll stick through it. If I can watch all of Iron Fist, don't worry about it. it. Dude, it's... It's so worth it. Good. It's so fucking worth it. Good. And I'm really curious to see what you think of it. Um, all right. Well, that's the show for this week. JT, yes. 
If people want to, um, I got no pun this week. If they want to fist me, they can find me. <laughs> there you go. They can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And you know what? Snapchat as well. Troy. Uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Ooh. All of our episodes, past, present, future, are on SoundCloud.com slash ReviewReviewPod.com. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher if you just search Review Review Pod on any of those. And if you want to send us an email, you could very well do so. And that's ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. .com. All of the things are now review review pod at all of the things. So much easier. <laughs> so much easier. But you know what? It's so much weirder to say after doing like a hundred episodes of doing the other way where I didn't even have to think and I could say it. Now yeah. I have to like remember all of the things are more convenient. Yes. That's the like show. You probably still say our, our old closing in your sleep. I could do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it because it'll confuse I, people. It'll confuse everyone. <laughs> it'll confuse everyone. But yeah, so check us out at Review Review Pod at everything. Streamlinedit.com. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the show. Legion or get Legion out. Legion or get out next, next week, week. Depending on the the expectancy. Severity of, of birth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but otherwise, I've been short of the max extreme. I am at JT3K. And we are off. Cool segue. Thank you. <laughs>